When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is up, everybody? My name is Kyle Matovic. I am the host of the In Liberty and Health podcast, where we talk all things liberty, health and wellness, and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. for Adam Nutter to return with a sleeveless shirt um, for all those listening. This is In Liberty and Health. I don't even know what fucking episode it is, but I've been looking forward to doing this one for quite a while. Um, uh, Anthony Pertillo, Mark Bazzacco, and Adam Nutter are here with me. Anthony ruined his shirt before we even got on the camera. <laughs> and we, we were, uh, we pretty much physically removed Adam so that way he could go um, put on a sleeveless shirt. He said he was cold, but it's like 70 degrees outside. Look at that. So, so what we so what we determine is that Adam is gay, <laughs> and the wife's a ruse. <laughs> That's more like it. There you there go. There we go. Yeah, right. we're well, live now. Don't worry. <laughs> we figured we'd roll off the red carpet for you. Thanks. Hey, I'm gonna eat this PB and J. By the way. <laughs> oh man, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so oh, man, uh, he's a gay child. <laughs> It's funny. This isn't the first conversation I've had about trans kids today. Hey, <laughs> first of all, it's my right. Secondly, I have to intermittent fast. It's the first thing I ate all day. So very uh, uh, well, fair enough, man. If that's if that's the way you do it, um, we're not in Florida, so we're allowed to say gay. Um, I, I put this up on Twitter, and it was very very unfortunate. Um, we were down in Florida about two or three weeks ago. And we had said gay out loud and we were walking past the Zaxby's chicken and like three or four people came running out right after we said gay, beat the fuck out of us saying this is the Sanus land. And then they drove off saying Trump 2024. True story. Swear to God. No, they were right to do that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I hate this not being able to get to say gay, call people gay stuff. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes. Oh, you're fucking gay. I mean, you're a little bitch. I mean, you're you're just a big dummy, you know? Like, yeah. How am I supposed to describe my friends? Like, <laughs> right. Well, I, I mean, look, I got called a racist <laughs> piece of shit in our Thunderdome chat because I 
called um I made an autistic joke, but I mean, we're a bunch of libertarians. Is there any other way to describe it? No, it's come to the territory. <laughs> and, and, and are there any, is there any other political party that has as many autists as we do? That's just speaking facts. Yeah, but also, the can we address, are you eating a PB&J on fucking wheat bread? Yeah, whole wheat bread. Okay, you know what, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry I'm side with Adam on this one. Yeah. Whole wheat's way better than white. In fact, it has grains on the side. Some fancy. Uh, I love that. Give me, give me the thirty-eight multi-grain bread, man. Yeah, yeah. it's good as fuck. See, my looper appreciates it. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually a fan of uh, Dave's Killer Bread. That's my, that's my jam. Yeah, I got some. Uh, I'm sure this will surprise no one. Eat me guilt-free. Uh, Ten grams of protein per slice. I think bread downstairs. So that's that's kind of like my go-to. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. Have you tried Living Life? Has that been fun for you? Have you tried it? It's pretty fun. Look, so, so there's this website called Buckeye Brownies, and they have these pound-sized brownies. I just bought some, and uh, they made gluten-free ones. So my fiance has to eat gluten-free because she has a real bad allergy, and um, they, they look absolutely delicious. And I'm telling you, it was pretty hard to say, like, no, I'm not going to eat this entire fucking thing right to the face right now. My wife got uh, – she's a teacher. One of the other teachers was selling, like, Girl Scout cookies, mm-hmm. and she bought, like, I don't know, like eight boxes to be supportive. I ate eight boxes in two weeks. Like I don't get the <laughs> like, like I just, I just, and then I, I gained like seven pounds, and I just stopped eating for a week, and I lost it all. It's fine. You know I'm, saying? I'm not saying it's healthy, but I do what I gotta do. You know. Yeah. We we were at a bar one night drinking, and and someone in the bar had Girl Scout cookies, and we bought some boxes, and I was just sitting at the bar drinking beer, eating fucking Thin Mints. Well, so, 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 they're what, so good. What kind of devastating? <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of parent takes their Girl Scout to the bar and it says, "Hey, we're gonna sell cookies here." A fucking brilliant one, Kyle. That's that's a genius marketing move. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm I have a weed card. I'm surprised no. that Girl Scouts don't have a table no, outside. That happens in my weed store. That happened in my weed store. Are you that's serious? What I would do. Yeah, and I brought cookies. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. I was like, I'll take two boxes of mints on the way out. <laughs> oh my god! There, there's nothing worse than hungry ass, drunk or high people. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in sheets, just fucking hammered off my ass, could hardly stand, and then just going to fucking grab your food, stumbling out of the fucking restaurant. So I think Dude, it was I... Seattle or somewhere in Washington when they legalized weed. They said that you uh, you couldn't be on the street smoking pot, but you could be a passenger in a vehicle smoking or something. Mm-hmm. So they created these weed buses that just drove in circles around town. And all the <laughs> awesome. Bus, I'll be right back. Bus you could jump on, smoke a bunch of weed, and then they sold you munchies. Oh, dude, my, my favorite thing was in Colorado when Peyton Manning was playing for the Broncos, they made recreational weed legal. And he bought like 15 Papa John's franchises in Colorado. I was like, oh, that's fuck. a smart businessman. <laughs> I mean, what time it was. I put in a lot of pizza, you know? <laughs> right? Jesus Christ. Um, so anyways, what's uh, we're we're already almost a month out from a fucking convention. 
what the hell's been going on with uh, you guys over there? I, um, you guys are mostly kind of all near each other, and I'm way over here. It seems like things are going pretty fucking good. And from what I understand, we have more state reps running now than there were last year, and I think by like quite a huge margin. Oh, bro. Oh, Wazako, I'll let you take it. I won't steal the thunder here. <laughs> now nah, I lied. I'm stealing the thunder. We're running 35 motherfuckers in PA. Right? The Nazis took over and we're running more candidates. We're running 35 Nazis in PA. Yes. 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 The list list keeps going up and down because Mm -hmm. uh, there was a couple people we lost because of work issues. Their work would let them work. Mm -hmm. Uh, One person lost the nomination from their county. Uh, Long story. I don't want to get into it. Uh, But then we keep adding. We just added uh, four more people today. Lackawanna just had Mm -hmm. two new candidates and Lancaster just had two new candidates. Um, so the thing oh, I'll is, get into I'll get into it. If you're running for politics, we have enough creeps in politics. Don't be creepy on girls' pictures from two years ago, you fucking weirdo. It, okay, I feel like there's there's a little bit of a background here. <laughs> is that Joe Slosky? Sounds like Joe Slosky would do. I'm just saying. No, no, he would uh, call us all racist. Because he's a boomer and probably would be like, titties, click. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, who, who liked who creeped on a girl's photo from two years ago? It's Kyle's boy from his county. Yeah. It, it was a Yinzer. Who? Oh, uh, no, it was fuck, a Yinzer. Fuck the West Coast of the state. Oh, <laughs> uh, East side is the best side, I'm just saying. Listen, you guys got like Philly. Doesn't like somebody get shot there like Bro, at least twice know. a day? First of oh, all, I have, no, I have no loyalty to this place. I'm from New York. I'm wearing a Staten Island hat right now. I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to cause drama. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, you should just have a dumpster on that hat. But I, feel like I have that. That's the alternate hat. <laughs> uh, Mark, Mark what did you say? I'm sorry. I said there's nobody getting shot in Philly that doesn't like deserve to get shot. I mean, you know. Okay. I get that. I I totally get it, man. I totally get it. You know, everybody talks about Philly and violent crime and stuff. They're not out just shooting random people and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. all right, except that guy walking his dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so once in a while, <laughs> only if you try to sell illegal cigarettes, then you might get choked out. I knew oh, that guy. That was, that was New York. I, I knew that guy. Yeah. Which one? The the, the cop? Pan- Panaliano. Yeah. The cop. Yes. <laughs> I don't know shit. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't fr- I wasn't like a hey man, what's going on? I was like a hey, what's up basis. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I knew him. Wow. Yeah. Holy but fuck. your studio yeah, Adam, at- that, that's in Philly. That's in the ghetto. It's you know. What is your studio, man? It's that's yeah, that's, that's why I don't go there. <laughs> Adam's like he's Adam's like I'm too white and in too high tax bracket to go to that. That's area. true. I have a, yeah, he's not wrong. I have a brand new car and I'm not taking it down there. Like, dude, fucking uh, Garrett Monaco is another comic. He got his like hubcap stolen in front of the, the house. It's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not gonna take my fucking new car there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of tire on a Bronco to slash. So and I can't imagine. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't even know hubcaps were still a thing. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty rare, and uh, I mean, I work for View of GMC Cadillac, and I, you'll see them on some full size trucks, but I mean, they're gonna be like freaking work trucks, so it, it's so freaking rare. I hate those fucking things, anyways. Good, good fucking riddance. Um, <laughs> so how has you guys' counties been? Um, aren't Adam and uh, Anthony? Aren't you guys in the same county? Yep, Bucks, 
Best county okay. in the state. Best looking uh, county in best looking county in the state. Well, well second next to Westmoreland. We know Absolutely that. not. Are you oh, kidding me? <laughs> me? I'll go. I'll put up us against you guys right now. Let's go. Joe Bissell is a little handsome panda bear. How dare uh, you? Uh, all right. Well, maybe bro, we'll make a Bucks a County calendar and make friends. Bro, shut up. Stop talking. That's a brilliant idea. Shut up. Shut, don't even mention <laughs> right, we'll it. That's a I'll fucking brilliant you. idea. Shut up. Shut up. It's our idea. Shut up. <laughs> don't you fucking steal it. Don't fucking take it. That's a brilliant idea. 100% we're doing that. I got nothing in Monco because our calendar would have like Joe Van Wagner and Michael Heiss. And- yeah. <laughs> oh, but Jesus. by the way, I love them with all my heart. Not lookers. <laughs> yeah. hey, at least you're like, honest. Hey, hey I, I love those guys to death. But if we're being honest, Monco's filled with 230 bitches. Yeah. You know what true. a 230 bitch is, right? Mo- last call. Got to pick the last one. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Mark just looks like an older version to me. So that's the best I got. And then, and then, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and then Bucks for the dub out there, like, uh, you know, they say no one's ugly after 2 a.m. Dude, we got Brandon Bentram. Fucking, he's a handsome, bald oh. and handsome. Yeah. He's like, he's like Pennsylvania's Jason Statham, dude. Yeah, exactly. He's a gangster. Yeah. Also, his wife, like- is, his wife is gorgeous. Bam. She counts. She's part of the party. So, so you got, boom. Right. So you got a bunch of hot dudes with a bunch of hot wives. You can't yeah. touch them. Oh, yeah. My wife, I mean, she's not part of the party. She doesn't count. So, no, she doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, mine is. Oh, yeah. Bam. You got Tim Maine, though. He brings your, your level down a bit. All right. Well, yeah, listen, haircut, yeah. Tim, okay, haircut, Tim's frumpy, but. And we can fix Tim. Hold on. No, no. Tim has a bad <laughs> beard. Tim has a good beard and good hair. He's just frumpy. <laughs> but he has a good, but he has a good beard and hair, and Tim's a, a very funny dude to talk to and smart, and and so that counts. That adds it to his points for looks. Mm-hmm. Wow, Can I add that in there? Yeah, just don't invite him on your podcast before he cleans his room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like pants and fucking underwear and fucking cum rags hanging off the fucking bed or something. Something like yeah. that. Oh fuck! Um, <laughs> just, I mean, we're just let loose, let it rip. Let's yeah, go. dude. No, that's that's kind of the goal tonight. Um, how's you guys' <laughs> county? How's you guys' <laughs> county's been since uh, the uh, grand takeover? Because you know, it was once said that uh, every state that we take over ends up loving this dick. Um, has your counties yeah. loved the penis, or are they just kind of like dude, you, you ever dude. get one of those blow real quick? You ever get one of those blowjobs where it's just kind of like they flailed around on the tip rather than just like. Take yeah. the fucking thing. Well, I keep telling like Mark that. to do that, but he won't listen to me. He just keeps doing his thing. Yeah, Mark has this thing where he just sticks the tip in his mouth and kind of jerks you off. Yeah, and it's dude, really it's like, yeah. We're like, it's, go it's down the shaft, Mark. Fuck. Like, come on, it's it's not that big, bro. You won't choke, I promise. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that big with the little Mexican thing you flip out of there, you know. Hey, when that bitch goes Ariba. <laughs> I don't get any complaints. So it, it, it just produced children. So yeah. <laughs> not anymore, actually. Oh, yeah, snap. I, I, I solved that problem a long time ago. Bro, so <laughs> I've been I got emancipated when I was like 15. So when I turned 18, it was like I have like proclamated. An, I'm like an adult now, right? <laughs> so I mean I he, he was I, a pre- I, he was a preacher, to be fair. So I, I mean so, you kind of get woken up pretty early if you catch my drift. <laughs> so so my uh, my friend's dad is like hey you should probably like 
get a urologist and like a family doctor and he's trying to give me pointers and i'm like what the fuck is a urologist and he's like oh it's a dick doctor so mine was an indian guy his name was literally 20 letters they were all consonants so i just called him dr d because it was in his name at some point in there and i thought it was hilarious so i had my daughter when i was like 23 24 and i was like bro can we stop like can you do this thing for me and uh and he was like no you're too young you're gonna get be happy and get married later and decide to have kids i'm like bro i am 24 years old and i have two kids will you please stop that from ever happening again so fast forward a handful of years i get married and my wife has a miscarriage so it sounds tragic but i don't think so it was a beautiful thing it saved me a lot of money in the long run and i don't have to deal with that bitch anymore so one way to look at it so so i legit legit go to dr d and i'm like do you see what you did (laughs) like do you see the turmoil that you've caused my family sir do you think that you can do the thing i've been asking you to do for eight years and he doesn't understand sarcasm or humor or anything he was like he was like next friday 9 (laughs) a.m dude uh there 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 is a language barrier issue that like you know, you you go your whole life thinking you're never gonna have to deal with, and then at, like the worst point of your life, you're gonna have to deal with it. So okay, like because thinking of the Indian example, what back in my previous uh, life in my old job, uh, we had to tell somebody that uh, their husband died on like Jersey Turnpike, and we were like oh, the bearers of bad news, right? So we didn't know anything about any like nothing we didn't know nothing we didn't know we, we just knew the house they're like you gotta go tell this, this, this family at 2 a.m the fucking dad just died on the turnpike and i'm like cool so we go there and woman opens the door and she's indian but like zeroing like zero and then she's just scared because she sees two fucking cops at her door at 2 a.m and we're just trying to be like english like you speak english english and she's like oh i just freaking out and we're like your husband like we're trying to be like get someone here so we could tell them that your husband like and then she's like a lot and we're like you're it got to the point like we tried everything it got to the point where the bob's like your husband's dead i don't he's dead <laughs> like it just got to that point where it was like hey, i'm sorry i don't know what to do. i don't know this is like before I, I i every app on the iphone and stuff like you know what i'm saying like so it got to us being like dead <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Did you go see- inside and find their wedding picture and just point at him and be like, You'd be like, no more. <laughs> they fucking froze. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's fucking great. That's the best frozen picture of all time. He looks like a dictator who's about to get hung. <laughs> about to fucking head straight to the fucking guillotine. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Have seen the Seinfeld episode where the Indian guy is the valet Parker? I've seen every Seinfeld episode ever a thousand times. So you know when Seinfeld gets his car parked and the Indian guy does the valet and he gets back in the car and he's like, oh my God, it smell. Or maybe it was George. I don't know. One of them. No, you're right. It was body odor. Yeah. The whole body odor episode. Yeah. He couldn't get the smell out of the car. So he ends up selling the car. Yeah. That shit's actually real. That shit happened to me. I took my work truck which I smoke cigarettes in like crazy and it stinks like oil and everything else. I took it to Atlantic city and I'd have to valet park it there because I didn't fit in the parking garage. 
and I give the guy the keys and everything. I get back in and I'm like, oh my God, this thing smells. I drove down all the way back to Philly with the windows down. And I'm talking two weeks it took to get that smell. It like stuck to everything in the truck. That's gross. So, something they eat, but it just always reminds me of that Seinfeld episode, man. That shit was like so true. Yeah, back that was in the nineties, and you could totally make that joke, and people were like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now, now you totally cannot do that." <laughs> My God, no, Jesus Christ! I, I wonder if Anthony's going to come back in, and if he's going to be frozen in that same position. That, that was, was pretty like, funny. That was perfect. Yeah, yeah, I, I cannot believe the timing on that. Um, you might even by a thunderstorm or something. Yeah, it was raining here a little bit earlier. Um, anyways, how have um, you guys' county been <laughs> since we kind of went down a Seinfeld rabbit hole? How have you guys' counties been since uh, the whole uh, taking over with Fuhrer Heist and people storming out? Have any of those people that stormed out kind of came back? So, like, in Bucks, which I'm sure Anthony was going to talk about, but, you know, he ain't here. So, mm-hmm. for Bucks, like, we already had a – after we had to, like, do a hot – our whole year last summer and, like, re, you know, revamp and redo everything, like, we haven't had a problem since last summer. So like we've been like cruise control since then, and this nothing this didn't matter to us at all. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we have we have Waldenberger, but like he's technically an associate member, not a full member of Bucks because he he got kicked out of Monco. He doesn't live in Bucks, so he's an, he we allow him to be an associate member, so he can't vote on anything or run or like hold office or anything. He's kind of there just to hang out, placeholder. Yeah, Monco's a, a strange county because most of our members are non-Mises members. Um, you know, we got Mike and Joe Van Wagner there, and then Ken's not Mises, but he's hated by all the people that hate Mises. And then you got me. So you would think, like, we'd be some kind of Mises stronghold or something, but I'd say, like, 80% of our members can care less what Mises is or isn't, but they love us, you know? Like, we're the ones that get shit done in the county, and they so actually Jen Moore and Steve Sheets are both from our county, but they haven't shown <clears> in years. Um years. Well, I thought Steve was in Bucks. Yeah, but they just they're just like, let's just do our own thing. We don't care what happens on the state level, but they totally support uh anything that Mises does because they see they see the results in their own county. So it's a bunch of non-Mises Mises supporting people in Monica. That's good. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you so Anthony, you froze and it was the most hysterical frozen picture ever. You were literally frozen. It was like this. Something like, yeah. Oh, dude, it was, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Dude, my, my, the, the weather's going crazy right now. My power went out for a minute. Ah, hey, can uh, we crowdsource to get you guys better microphones? Because you guys suck. It's fucking crazy. Inclu- including mine? No. Okay. Okay, because the, the yeah, bottom I two. <laughs> I have AirPods. Yeah, no, we know. We can, we can all hear. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said we should get a better microphone for you. Yo, I have. I just got my shitty phone propped up on the counter. That's we right. all know. This is my point. This is uh, you just, just glorifying my point. I am aware. That's why I said it. You guys got to get better stuff. <laughs> you guys, I don't have a computer to plug them into. So you don't have a laptop. No, fuck that. Get shit. a laptop. Oh, fuck. Is it like 2009? I don't even know what laptops are. I'm from the 90s. I, I, mean, I am too. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was born in 94, so I had six years. I was fucking pissed drunk in 94. <laughs> the whole entire year. So I, I, I believe I, it. 
I think I, was I mean, in fairness, I was two, but I was like twelve. <laughs> I was, I was eight. School in '95, so <laughs> '94 was a real good year. No, yeah. eat a dick. I have a professional USB microphone. Yeah, why not use that the whole time, right? Well, uh, I also ha- I also have like a mixer and a legit microphone. No, nah, yeah, too. no, it's just keep using shit fucking phones and stuff. Well, the problem not. is, yeah, listen, my my bedroom just got taken over, kinda. So, you know, I'm trying to get in where I can. Mark, I want to I want to crowdsource you and get you better shit if you can keep doing podcasts. No, I'm I just won't do podcasts. I don't want a computer. <laughs> I have a bot. Jeb, you use Bonnie's computer? Yeah, but I'm not at Bonnie's house. Oh, fuck. I'm in my I'm in my basement because my whole house is under construction right now. There's literally no room I can go in in my house that's not full of shit and have holes in the walls. And... Yeah, I mean, at least it looks nice in there. I mean, it kind of looks like a, a, a grandmother's. Like, it does look room. like a grandmother's den. Well, this is the in-law suite, man. This is like, I, I put this whole fucking place together in the basement, man. It's nice. I got a full kitchen, bathroom down here, everything. Anthony just got killed. Oh, my God. Lightning struck his house. They got him. He's never coming back. No, that's a good looking picture that he has for his profile picture, but that definitely ain't him, you know. Yeah, no, that's, he, a, that's a catfish picture for sure. Yeah. So um I, I don't know if you guys would have ever had experience with Tinder or anything like that, but uh what I usually tell people when it comes to online dating is if it, <laughs> dude, I cleaned up on Tinder, bro. No, Yo, okay. I was, when I was single, dude, on Staten Island, I fucking crushed on Tinder. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I had the highest score on Tinder. Dude, it was so easy. There's so many people on Staten Island and so many whores. And it was just like, it got to the point where it would be like, I get what's up. Want to come over? Yeah. Like that. Right. It was like that. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Yeah, I was, I don't, I'm not proud of it anymore, but like, it was awesome at the time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Now, no, dude, now I, I feel like shit about it, but yeah. at the time it was cool. No, no, dude. I, I can, I, Is this any better? Yeah, I had a tough yeah. when I was in my twenties. I had a, is it really at like nine o'clock, and then like you try from nine to like ten to eleven to pick up girls, and then till twelve, and then you know like if it's two a.m. and you haven't picked somebody up yet, you know there's going to be a couple stragglers. At like- yeah, no, I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Staten Island trash, Mark. I was doing that also. All right. What do you think I was doing that too? I was in Staten Island dive bars, fucking sevens or sixes when I was drunk. <laughs> like, yeah, it takes it was you guys that long to get girls at a bar? That's a shame. I'm glad you you found it. Well, well, so so well, so my number one piece of dating advice to guys who are doing the online thing is if you see a bitch's fingers in her picture, if those fuckers are fat, you're going to get catfished because I've seen some smoking hot broads, right? They just got their face in it. And then you see the fingers and they look like little fucking sausages or something like that. You know, you're getting fucked. So um, I went to a bar out in Indiana. And so like Indiana around here, is where IUP is, huge fucking party school. So I'm like, oh, yeah, there's going to be hot bitches out here. So I go to meet this girl for a drink, right? And I'm watching all these girls walk in. I'm like, all right, which one's mine? Which one's mine? This bitch, six foot two, pierced nipples, black lipstick, curly hair, comes walking in the bar. And she said, oh, yeah, I got a friend with me. And the, the dude, It was a little gay dude, right? She comes walking in the bar. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So she sat down and I'm like, all right, well, it's time to fucking crank up the crown of gold schlager. So I fucking pounded down a few of those. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> she was like, ew, no. And just ran out of the bar. <laughs> Dude, 
dude i i have uh, i've had a couple funny ones of those so I did a podcast with my buddy for a few years that was like mildly popular and I, I still couldn't tell you how, but yeah, um, that dude sucks. Oh yeah. He definitely sucks. I could vouch. But, <laughs> but, but for a period of time, like we had like an awesome thing going on, uh, mostly my credit, but people kind of knew that. But oddly enough, when I was on social media in those days, I would get the strangest shit sent to me, dude. Like one time this chick, I never even saw existed ever sent me a dm and it was a video and i was like hmm i should check this out just you know it might be good show material it was a like a seven minute video of a dildo <laughs> on a drone and Ooh. a girl laying on a table and the drone like full-blown drone landing insert and back and forth and everything that drone pilot was fucking amazing i hope they were playing like ride of the better. valkyries in the background <laughs> dude the internet's a beautiful place right it was it's awesome but then also you get like i got hit up by this girl one time her name was megan her profile name on instagram was megatron so i saw i had a calvin johnson hit on you that's from megatron and i was like let me check this out and i went to her page and she was like 63 205 and a legit bodybuilder like the girl squatted more than i did and it, it would have been like Dayton, China. I was like, yeah, I'm not even see ya. I'm not going to respond to I that have, one. Very to this day, all the time, I get Liberty whores on Twitter who DM me all the time. <laughs> Dude, some of those are so fucking bad. I had Jeremy taught on and he was telling me he uh, he's married and has a kid with his wife. And he said he went to, uh, I can't remember where he went, but he went to one of the LP conventions and um he stayed in an Airbnb with two of these Liberty thoughts. The one isn't really like a Liberty thought, but the other one definitely is. Um, I, I don't want to say names, but yeah, yeah. Say she, she has a gun at, and her in a bikini pinned to the top of her profile. Got it. I mean, yeah. her, her, her Twitter, <laughs> Twitter handle was literally Liberty thought. So I, everyone knows who you're talking. About. I did not say that. I, did not I mean, say we're that. letting it fucking rip. So I'm going to let it rip. We made fun of Tim Maine. We can make fun of some fucking bitch. I don't know. I got to yeah. see that guy at business meetings. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also respect and like Tim. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, he said that specifically with Tim on the end for a reason. Yeah, yeah. like that that horse-faced idiot could go kick rocks. Who cares? <laughs> like, Let's go. Like oh. dude, the oh fact that God. the fact that the fact people think she's hot makes me think that guys never had sex before with anybody. What we're talking about libertarians. You're, you're right, because no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but but here's the other thing. How many libertarian dudes do you see that like literally like you're in a position right now where this girl is basically begging you to fuck her and they don't understand the no, social I mean, I made the joke happen. a thousand fucking times. I yeah, mean, I literally said the other time. Every show. <laughs> yeah, every show. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, again, you can't guide their dick into a vagina if you were physically holding it. You're like, come on, get over here, dick. And they'd be like, like, no, I want to be a virgin. It's like, yeah. right? right? Like, hey, bro, wouldn't you love to feel what someone else's left hand feels like? <laughs> yeah, this this violates the non-aggression principle. I'm not going in. <laughs> not going in. 
<laughs> By the way, this conversation is exactly what the lowbirds think we are. This is exactly the conversation that they think we are. And a little bit, yeah, I'm being that a little bit <laughs> for sure. Oh, dude, it's okay. It's okay. But it's also like the truth of like my like yeah, I was and I, I even talked about it on stage. Like I was a piece of shit when I was younger. Like for yeah. sure. Like with chicks, like I was a hundred percent like. Dude, one night stands, like just hookups on Tinder, oh, yeah. hookups at bars, like and like I I say it openly, like that fucked me up. Like I do regret it. Like I think that fucked me up and for like me now, like for sure I did, definitely did. Okay, so now, now we're we're gonna get into yeah. So I yeah, well yeah. Um, you know what? This kind of segments perfectly into um the Will Smith slap, the slap that fucking. Talk about this anymore. Uh, <laughs> I talked about I it so much. I, <laughs> I talked about it so much in so many podcasts already. <laughs> no, dude, I love it. I absolutely loved it. It was. Uh, it, it's interesting though because this has been kind of like the culmination of two years, and people, you know, kind of live right now. They don't understand history, but this dude's been made out to look like a little fucking bitch for the last two years. And like, you know, how, how do you come out on TV? Did you guys watch Red Table Talk with him? Yeah, yes. it's made me lose respect for Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I gotta say about that whole thing is like Will Smith, West Philadelphia, mm-hmm. born and raised. He don't fucking slap people. That shit don't happen in West Philly. Mm-hmm. You either punch a motherfucker or shoot a motherfucker. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, Mark, 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 hold on. It do, it does happen when you have been Hollywood since you're 21 years old. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not West Philly. Like you're Hollywood. Yeah, how's that? Black cylindrical dick, my favorite. My high school friends would be fucking climbing out of their graves and and making right because exact right because your high school friends are true degenerates and they're dead because they're from there and he was from there a kid and then moved out to fucking L.A. and and made a big uh, rapping with DJ Jazzy Jeff and shit. He's been famous forever. He doesn't. He doesn't know what the street life is like. That's such bullshit. I know more what the street life is like than Will Smith. Like for real. Like that's crazy that he thinks he does. Like no. Fuck out of here! But, it's, it's, but but in all honesty, would you let like your five boys fuck your high school school? Okay, so this this is what I <laughs> no, want. No, I'm also not a cop. Right. 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 This, this is what I'm getting at. How are you going to stay with a chick after she ran around and was fucking a 23 year old? And, 19. And okay, 19, and then literally says on national television. Well, it just felt good to feel good and to heal somebody. No, yeah, no. fucking public TV. Jade is a cunt for sure. But like, so all right, I'll say my take. But fuck it. All right, this is the last time I'm doing this take. All right, this is this is what I fucking think happened. Okay, you had Will Smith, who was the top of the top. Everyone knows who Will Smith is. Everyone, right? Like old ladies know who Will Smith is. Like, oh, Will Smith, like. He was beloved by every race, gender, creed, everybody, right? Old boomers like like Will Smith. <laughs> like, like he's one of the good ones. Like with the old racist white guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like even that like, one's all right. Yes, like <laughs> he was that guy. Like he everybody liked him. So then you have no one knows what's going on behind the scenes. Then Jada just drops this bombshell on the world, right? Of like, oh, yeah. it's like, hey, by the way. Everyone that you love as a guy, he's a I, yeah. He's a, I'm gonna cuck him out right now. He cries on TV, which I would have too. I'm not holding him against that, right? But like the fact that happened to him, and then for the next year and a half, losers like me to fucking famous celebrities, comics were like, "You're a cuck." <laughs> for a year and a half, this guy had to listen to the world of no. I'm gonna know he I, he should have listened to me. <laughs> he's a, he's way better than I am, right? But like. 
I'm like, ah, you fucking loser, cuck, bitch. Like, I wouldn't let that happen to my wife. And like, he's a multimillionaire. Like, who am I, right? Yeah. But he had to take. But he had to take all that. He had to take all that. Though. If I lose my train of thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. And so he had to take all of that. He had to take all of that for a fucking year and a half, right? Now we're at the Oscars, the pinnacle of that group's thing, right? Hollywood, that's their A list, that's their thing. Everyone in Hollywood, national stage. Chris Rock makes a throwaway joke, not even, even about her hair, about GI Jane, and then he went. You're the root of my pro- you're the root of my cockness. And I was yep. like, I'm taking all this out on you and slapped that's why, it. That's why that's what shit. happened. Hold, that being said, Chris Rock did nothing wrong, right? Jade is an asshole, he's an asshole, but Chris Rock is a bitch for a not roasting him, at least, right? Which he <laughs> held himself back from because he went like, Oh, I could and he stopped, or at least I don't know. Punch him in the face because <laughs> another man slapped you publicly and you should hit him. But like, yeah, fuck all it. the respect, fuck all the professionalism shit. He's Chris Rock. He's the top of the top already. He has nothing to lose. So like, you at least roast him and be like, you're a cuck, dude. Like, try that shit again. Like, you know, I'm like something. But like, the fact that he did nothing, he's a bitch. Will Smith's a fucking cunt too. So is Jada. That's my take. Whatever. Go on. You guys, opinions. All right, <laughs> Mark. Go ahead. You you called it though, like. You know, Chris Rock's a bitch for just getting slapped. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. If a guy slapped me, like, that's more embarrassing than getting punched in the fucking nose, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. I, who slaps people? Like, if you're pissed off, you fucking punch them. Or you don't, you know, one or the other. But there's no slapping. Like, Yeah. I mean, in fairness, the only violence he probably actually saw in real life when his dad used to fuck his mom up, so I don't think he knows how to throw a punch. <laughs> Ali was probably stunt doubles. <laughs> I don't know. I just have a problem with slapping. Like that's just such, like such a little girl move. Like so, no, no, no one a slap is good. If if there's another dude who's being a bitch and you want to, you want like that's a slap's oh. appropriate, right? But like not in that scenario. That's not a slap scenario. That's a punch or nothing scenario. I agree. Yeah, I mean, Chris Rock was probably used to. You said his mom was getting beat up. He probably was. Used no, to that was Will. No, Will. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Well, then that that one kind of falls flat on his face. I was gonna say his mom probably didn't fight his dad back a lot, so he's. Probably hey, like sometimes joke. Sometimes jokes bomb. It's okay. Yeah. We'll show you the way, Kyle. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> I'm not good over Zoom. You know, I, I have a. Uh, I tried to start an OnlyFans once, and I just I couldn't get like the posing down right. You know, in person, I think I'm I'm, I'm a little bit of a stud though. So yeah, dude, that, that, that I would feel weird like a troll too. Yeah, yeah. like 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 because like we all I think we all think we look sexy jerking off. But do you ever catch yourself in a mirror jerking off? Scary. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, we all think we, we all think we look like Patrick Bateman, American Psycho, fucking in the mirror. But we look like if Shrek were to fucking in the mirror. That's what we, <laughs> like that's yeah. what we really look like. It's dude, fucking Adam, the worst thing. I think I said you've never caught yourself. Jer- I'm sorry. You're even fucking a chick and like you just jerking off to fucking, you know, get yourself a little more. And then you look to your left. There's a fucking floor mirror. And you're like, oh, I look like a fucking troll. Has ever happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> all right. You saved yourself, Adam. That's the exact reference. I'm so, referencing. Uh, uh, my memory, actually. I've, 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 exactly I've, seen, I've seen my O face on camera. It's yeah, not same. fun. It's not good. <laughs> it's so, not good. But it, also, it, I, I've. No, What's sometimes I'm like, I can't believe women actually had sex with me. It's gross. <laughs> like, because like you catch yourself at weird angles and you're like, oh. If you're right. if you're fucking and you make eye contact with yourself in the mirror, is it gay? 
No, because I'll, I'll give you a, a, a drunken time when that shit. I did try to Patrick Bateman myself, and it was awesome. In my, uh, in my, uh, in my, in my old apartment, <laughs> in my old apartment, in my uh, parents' house, they had a basement apartment, mm-hmm. and I lived there for a while. It was fucking awesome because chicks could just come in through my own entrance. They didn't have to go through the house or anything. It's his own apartment, so it was like NYPD is real lucrative, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, no, no. That's why I was living there. But it was a great deal to fuck chicks. So like, so um, my my parents had like this old mirror. They were like taken out from like their bedroom and they're like hey we have nowhere to put this let's leave it down like down here for a while i was like i don't give a fuck yeah so they left it like up on the wall by my bed I was like this fucking giant mirror like this giant mirror dude and i had this chick over and i was we were both fucking just hammered and i was i was like fucking her and i was like i look over i caught myself and i was like yo <laughs> and it was awesome it was cool because i was drunk i probably saw me would look like a fucking idiot doing it like you know what i'm saying but in my memory i look cool but it probably wasn't <laughs> you know i'm gonna have to try that next time at least two of you guys do psychedelics and shit you know yeah you ever fucked a chick on acid man that is the most outrageous shit ever actually no i have oh. and it's very uncomfortable what no dude <laughs> it's That's weird the top five most uh, amazing experiences yeah. of my life best orgasm i ever had on acid because you feel like you're literally coming from every fucking square inch of your body it's <laughs> hard to get to that point it's very hard you need a sober girl I, that- well in fairness i also am a fan of molly so mm-hmm. molly Same. is like my favorite thing to fuck on and that is a very orgasmic experience Which- I, would, I could go over some Molly. If anybody out there sees me next time at a comedy show or something, hit me up some Molly. <laughs> I mean, how often do we talk? You've never posed this question to me. We I, talk, I, like, well, I don't know. Regularly. Jesus yeah, all right. Christ. Well, give me Molly, bro. I'm like, Dude, I'm <laughs> friends. Yeah. Well, give me Molly. I got you. All right. I'm yeah, too anyway. old for that. Anthony, you're 40, man. I don't know how you're fucking doing that it's shit. Molly. I'm not 40 me. yet, first of all. I'm going to be 40. I'm 39, motherfucker. But also, is there an age at which you're supposed to stop doing Molly? No, I don't it's understand. Fucking swear. I, I have an adult child and one that's about to be an adult. My an responsibility is to teach him how to do Molly. I mean, yeah, in a controlled environment. Why not? Yeah, dude, Molly rips. You guys don't know because you're fucking nerds. Seriously, because you're <laughs> fucking yins out there just uh, 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 can't get fucked up on Saturday because you got to go to church on Sunday. I see you, bro. Steelers. Oh, no. Steelers is church. <laughs> no, dude, I've been to so many shows. I've seen people so fucked up. I remember going to the fucking. Oh yeah, parties. you're in a band. You don't do Molly. You fucking narc. <laughs> what a loser. What a loser. Dude, your band should fire you. Honestly, they should get rid of you. I agree. Holy shit! I'm gonna get, get me their. I'll give me their dude. numbers. I'm gonna have, have a worded message. The, with the your war, okay. Send those guitars to us. You don't deserve them. There's, there's, <laughs> there's more where that came from. So I got, I got a hell of a collection. But uh, yeah, but we know there's nothing cool on it, like traces of Molly. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, you, you may nerds find sweat. What's up? Nerds aren't allowed to play guitar, man. Yeah, I guess, I guess I got to hang it up. Um, this past summer, Mark looks like Adam if he did too much Molly. <laughs> and then, uh, he too looks heroin. like heroin. <laughs> five years <laughs> i will not <laughs> yeah he, he looks like adam if he fucking did ayahuasca in the woods for like six weeks <laughs> that yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. his wife mark, mark looks like me if <laughs> if we crashed a plane in like the amazon and like he survived and he just had to fucking like get out <laughs> yeah. 
nothing but ayahuasca and fucking like other people and like sloths you had to kill and eat sloths <laughs> um so my thing is to get completely and totally fucking annihilated we play the uh, rock for life festivals it's like a children's um charity and of course my dumb ass loves to bring a bottle of crown and start drinking at like five o'clock yo so- he started the story with I got so hammered and went right to it was a kids event. Keep going, it's, please. It's almost like my bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't you, kill are you doing my bit? No. <laughs> What's up, Amy Schumer? Oh no. No, well, I'm not gonna speak about vaginas and this at least I don't think I have anything to do with vaginas in the story. So I th- there was this really bad band up. It was like five o'clock and we played at 11. So it- it's like hot as fuck. It's July, right? So I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to start drinking. This band sucks. I want to drink. So I killed a whole fucking bottle of Jameson and nine White Claws from five to 11. I was walking around. Dude, by the time we went up, I was so fucking drunk. And like the input for my guitar was real loose. So it kept cutting out. And I just... I couldn't do anything about it. I was so fucking hammered. And I expected everybody in my band to be super pissed at me. But like my drummer messaged me the next day and he was like, dude, you can't get drunk at shows like that. He's like, you just please don't do that. And, and then like that killed me. It was like the upset dad thing. I'm like, he knows that I know better, or he knows that I know that I know better. And I just I fucking bombed. Dude, at uh at uh at the Delaware convention, uh I had Blaze. My buddy plays open for me. And, and he. All right. T- this is also a pre- preference of this story, which is funny. I think Scott Horton was there. <clears throat> I mean, I've hung out with Scott a, a bunch of times now. And like, you know, he's been on the podcast and like, I consider Scott not like a, a, like a fr- I'm friendly with Scott. I would say we, we are a, a little more than acquaintances. I wouldn't say we're friends, but like we're getting to be friends. I would say. Sure. So. You know, hanging out with Scott now to me isn't like a big deal. The first time I hung out with Scott, I was like, oh, so cool. I hang out with Scott Howard. Now it's like, oh, I'm hanging out with Scott. Like, it's whatever. Blaze, not a libertarian, gets a little bit of the world I talk about to him. So he, he knows who Scott Horton is like, between like me and like listening to Dave Smith and stuff like that. Like, right. But like, he doesn't really under like, he doesn't like the weight of who Scott is doesn't really hit him. Right. Like, yeah. so, uh, oh, I started raining here now. I'm going to watch me lose power that fucking eight seconds. So, so uh, we show up to the thing. Scott gets off stage and he looks at me. We, uh, he gives me a hug. He's like, do we have time to smoke a joint before you do comedy? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so me, Jeff Douglas, Scott Horton and blaze. He's like, go to my car to smoke weed. And it's like the three of us smoking weed in my car. And I just start to break out laughing. Cause I look over at blaze and like Scott and blaze like, what? I go, you know how many people would kill to be in your position right here? You don't give a shit that you're here right now. <laughs> Like, it's so funny to me that, like, you're smoking weed with, like, Scott Horton. People would pay to do this. Literally pay to do this. And you're just, like, just smoking weed with some guy, Scott. Like, it's, it was very funny to me. Uh, so, um, that weed, though, because weed fucks Blaze up. So, he's like, I'm going to take a baby hit. That's it. I'm going to be responsible. So, because I got a host and do comedy. Like, okay. Takes, take, I watch him. Takes one baby hit. Passes it off. That's it. He does his set. I could tell by the end of his day he's losing it. <laughs> he's like clearly high. And he's like, all right. And now it was Blaze, Neil, then me. That was the, that was the lineup. So he goes, All right, guys, bring up uh your headliner, Adam Nutter. Neil's like, yo, bro, what the fuck? And he's like, Oh yeah. And he's like, give me the mic. And he like walks up and like rips the mic from his. <laughs> so we're on the we're on the car ride home. I had to believe it everything. 
and Blaze is like, uh, maybe I shouldn't smoke weed before shows anymore. I was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't smoke weed before shows anymore. Huh? <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe that should stop. Maybe you should wait till after. <laughs> and then, you know, get so fucked up. It is what it is. It just, it's like a lesson learned. Like you learn from it and just move on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, comedy high. I would just talk in a fucking. Because if I don't smoke weed, I feel weird. <laughs> Bro, Blaze, I I got to shout out Blaze. He was my favorite person at the LPPA convention because he had no idea what was going on, so he didn't give a shit about anything that was happening. Yeah. He was just there for the hang. Yeah, and I I legit fed that kid like drugs like all Saturday night. <laughs> Yeah, just, just, it was so funny. You know, I had a hard time away. making him up to leave Sunday morning. It was a real, a real horrible morning for me. <laughs> like Adam we gotta go. Adam doesn't drink, so he was like up at like six thirty with coffee and shit. And I was like, yeah, I fed your boy like DMT and edibles. Oh and Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> and he didn't even actually find out exactly what happened until the pop up show they did after the convention. Yeah, or the pop Yeah, the show. week the week afterwards. The week after we went to Adam's show and uh and my girl and I were there and he was like he was talking about convention. And I was like, bro, you have do you really have no but idea? But he didn't trip, like he didn't trip like uh like he just got fucked up, but he didn't like trip. Like he just got fucked up and went to sleep. Like he didn't like, yeah. like I, I guess he didn't like hit him. You know what I'm saying? I guess it must have not hit Yeah, he didn't yeah. he didn't go over the edge, but no, like he just Dude, it looked like he just I drank a lot, it. honestly. He ate a we ate a whopper of a brownie together. Oh well Yeah, that was no the, we I guess he's bad with weed. He Dude, one time I made, literally handed us like it was like a four by four inch square, and <laughs> I just oh, broke him off a chunk and shoved it in his mouth. And then I start eating the rest, and as we're like finishing it, she's like uh, you probably shouldn't eat that much. It's pretty powerful. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun night. <laughs> and then I was like, can I have another one? And she was like, sure. And gave me another piece that big. And I went and gave, shoved half in my girl's mouth. And then I just started feeding people edibles. Dude, so like edibles don't work on me because I have that enzyme that like doesn't like work. It sucks. I hate it. But like, uh, it, again, Blaze is really bad on we uh, edibles. Uh, one time, uh, we did a show in New Hope, and I, I, it was like it was like a holiday show. So I made this stra- strawberry, like, bunt cake weed thing. It was the whole thing was it was like an ed- it was like a giant edible essentially, right? It's for everybody to share. Blaze took a corner of it, and then he just disappeared. Like he missed the show. He he just went home. Like he walked home. <laughs> Like he walked home. Like he lives in New Hope, but like he lives like 20 minutes. He's a, he's a 15 minute drive from the gig. That's like a half hour, 45 minute walk, probably, right? So he just, and the next day he's like, dude, I just got so high I walked home. I was like, okay, well, at least you're safe. Like, like yeah, it was crazy that he did that. Yeah, that, but that's Blaze for you. So, so yeah, no edibles for him. <laughs> yeah, I missed all Saturday night at the convention. I got, I blew my Yeah, you up. bummed me out. I wanted to hang out with you. Dude, Friday night, I was fucking smashed. I mean, I was so drunk. I'm seeing pictures of me from all these people are sending me pictures and stuff from, from the convention. I'm like, dude, look at me. I was there for that. You know, I don't even remember seeing Friday. Yo, someone, someone confused me for you again. Someone was watching. <laughs> someone, someone was watching my podcast in their house and their husband walked in and was like, did I have drinks with that guy? And she was like, it's not Mark. He's like, oh, <laughs> Mark. In <laughs> fairness, nobody's uh, ever confused me for you, though. No, I know it's crazy how it's only one that, way. 
What does that tell you about yourself? I don't know. <laughs> it's also like I'm covered in tattoos. Covered. Yeah. Like, how is that not the first sign? Like, no one goes, well, Mark got sleeved out pretty quickly last time I saw him. Like, that's not the first <laughs> thought. Someone thank you for the saying anything. Like, it's – I told the convention seven times, not counting Greg Burton <laughs> fuck, fucking with me. That counts as eight if I count Greg Burton fuck with me. Without Greg Burton fucking with me, seven. Seven times in the convention. Someone confused me for you. So I was like, why aren't you running for anything this year? I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, you ran last year you ran. I was like, I was like, oh wait, I'm not Mark. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, fuck off, guy. Like, like, <laughs> like, get out of here. Like, shoo. It's so annoying. I hate it. Jesus Christ. Mark, um, I tried to lick Tom Woods. You did lick Tom Woods. I, I aren't <clears throat> All right. I've I was officially told Dave twice that he's not funny, and I've only talked to Dave twice. Yeah, no, you wow. stopped doing that. <laughs> well, the funny story is <laughs> it's like the, stop. The, <laughs> the the funny part is I licked Tom Woods, and then I had the wherewithal in my drunk brain to tell my girl not to let me meet Dave Smith. No, that was good <laughs> on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. You probably punched you in the face. She was like, say. he's coming down, and I was like. And I was like, hey, I probably could find a couple like roundabout ways to meet him in like a totally different environment. When I'm yeah, like, I would have introduced you him if you weren't a drunk piece of shit. I could have introduced you. <laughs> yeah, all right, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Voice of Reason. And oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. By the way, you guys are garbage for making me the voice of reason. <laughs> Yo, Kyle, Kyle this is what Mark missed my... Saturday night. Dude, Saturday night's so great, right? So I'm there. Great, I'm fucking... awful, whatever. Words are words, I guess. <laughs> They're words don't have definitions right? anymore. Yeah. So, you know, it was fantastic. And we're at the bar at the Janetian in the back room at the restaurant, right? And there's like 15 of us. And then there's like a family of four that's like old people. Just trying to yeah. enjoy their night. Like just. It's a nice restaurant too. Right. Yeah. And the food's really good. But here's me, drunk as fuck, talking shit. I hadn't eaten mushrooms yet, but I'd eaten a couple edibles. So I was like, and I was coming off a win right so i just won like everybody's buying me drinks kyle's making me drink whiskey people are handing me shit i was like yo i'm having a great old time and adam's like hey uh do you have to be so loud there are people here trying to have dinner you were right? yelling suck my dick at the top of your lungs with a family trying to just eat quietly two tables over and i'm the asshole in the story somehow it's crazy to me by the way just but continue that's that's what it's about to slap a motherfucker you know? and then by the way and then and then as i'm like hey maybe don't yell suck my dick kyle goes Suck my fucking dick. He yells it out. I'm like, all right, I'm just losing control of this room. I just lost control here. It's and then, and then they just got up and left. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, you guys on this call because I saw Adam Sunday morning and he was just hiding in his hoodie and everything. And he was like, dude, people are so fucked up. And he called out both Kyle and Anthony as being the, the most fucked up people in the restaurant on Sunday morning. Said to their face. So what was it, Adam? It had to be like it was like 1:30 Saturday night, right? The incident? No, that was like 8 p.m. No, 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 no. It was 5:30 p.m. It wasn't. Oh yeah, it was. It was dinner time. That was dinner time. It was dinner time. 
So, so the fact that you guys are that lit by 5.30, that makes you guys look like shit, but continue. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine, because we were still going at, like, 1.30 in the morning. Oh, no, for sure, yeah. I mean, I actually got a weed hangover, which is hard to do. I smoked some weed. <laughs> Dude, we went, uh, we went down the elevator. Do you remember the guy that kept talking to me, and I had no idea who he was or what he was talking about? So we went down the elevator, and we go to the lobby. Yeah. And then me and my – I was like, I saw this dude, and it was, like, 1.30 at that point. I was fucking tripping balls. I had been drinking and smoking weed all day. I was in rare form, but I saw this dude and I was like, okay. all right, babe, we're going back to the room. <laughs> and, and, and we just bailed on Adam. I just left. And then I woke up in the morning. Hold on. This is my favorite part of this, this whole story. I, I like fell asleep for a few hours, wake up in the morning, go to the business meeting. Mark's outside like chain smoking cigarettes, making sure people are getting inside. So we have quorum and I get inside. I sit in front of Matt and Laura Hackenberg and me and my girl are still like fuzzy from the night before. Well, they, they were on the same trip we were. So Hackenberg was still tripping when he was sitting next to Waldenberger when the mic drop oh, moment happened. No. Yeah. It's a funny so video. The face, so yeah. The, it's hilarious. If you look at his face, so funny. Dude, Oh, it's fucking great. And, I, I, and once you have that context, yeah, it makes it, it even it better. Because imagine what the fuck he's thinking. He went from like, hey, Saturday night was awesome. to I'm running for governor. And what the fuck is yeah, happening yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a, I had a, I, one of the dudes who was at the convention, I forgot his name, but he was like super drunk. And he's like, like a talker. Like he would just keep talking. He doesn't know when to like stop the conversation. Name wasn't Kyle, was it? No. Okay. <laughs> so, Second. so, uh, it was just like one of, and like, uh, it was late at night and I turned the corner to go to the elevators and he was standing there and the elevators opened the elevator door opened up <laughs> at the same time. I, st- I, I got there and he was like, Hey, come on, come on. And I went, I'm good. And he was like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, Oh, why? I'm like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> and he, was like, <laughs> and he was like, okay. He's like, got it. And I just waited for the next elevator. <laughs> Yo, can I tell you a really funny story? And this is like first time I've ever told this publicly. The only other person who knows this besides me is Maureen and the third uh, person involved. Oh God. Not I want to tell the story out. then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's spill some tea. It's funny. <laughs> so everybody could agree that, uh, that, that uh, there was a little, mishap with a particular candidate on saturday so that guy that happened to cause a stir was in the garden room party or whatever so i was like we we did a live podcast from there (laughs) which was like the audio is terrible but it's actually pretty hilarious to watch but i talked to that guy and was like hey tell me your story and like you know, I'm, I'm a little interested. So long story short is when I initially talked to the guy, when we started talking, he told me he's from Trenton. And I was like, oh, that's like 20 minutes from me. And he was like, oh, if I could hitch a ride back with you, that's cool. He's like, I'll throw up gas money, whatever. Cool, bro, let's talk. I'm a little interested in a little bit of your background. And he told me his story. And uh, needless to say, I didn't give him a ride home on Sunday. I just was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and probably left the guy in Williamsport, to be honest with you. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> Maybe. 
I, I can't believe I found this. So I, I want to watch Matt's face. I was looking for this. Oh, dude, can you do it? Yeah. Oh, I got you got to do it. Yeah. No, oh, so this is Matt, he didn't even know that he was getting nominated, right? <laughs> right. No. He had no idea. No, that was like dropped right on his lap. Yeah. Which makes it all the better. Okay, let me make sure I got. Uh, okay, share sound is on. All right, here we go. Technical guy, man, you're bringing up fucking shit in a, a couple minutes on the. Yeah, well, I was looking for it while Anthony was talking. All right, so uh, let's watch Matt's face. Oh, I'm so excited. John Walker. Why should you be our <laughs> It's already funny. <laughs> yeah. On this day in 1967. Look at him. I know he it's starts off the speech like fucking like he it's thinks he's MLK. Right. On this day. <laughs> Look at Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't pick other four. The action's taken here today. Oh, fucking bad killing me. Show me that. Your stance is not a part of your freedom anymore. <laughs> 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 Matt should have slapped him. That's <laughs> like, I don't know if this is real or not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is, he, is this in my brain? <laughs> there are some great folks. <laughs> Put dedicate hours, money, time, sacrifice, <laughs> families for this fucking party. Dude, how funny would it be if he just got switched <laughs> music kicked like, right off the stage by Shawn Michaels? Like, he just fucking. Like, <laughs> a kick right to his fucking chops and he just gets like. Ah! And he just fucking like, falls off the stage. Oh, hold on. At the end of this convention. <laughs> Dude, this is party. Dude. Dude, the mic drop, the mic drop, the people cheering you off stage because they don't want you there anymore is the most fucking like. What I'm looking for, not hip, not hypocritical, just like like uh, delusional, very delusional. You know, it's like it's like that wasn't for they weren't clapping for you, dude. Yeah. Delusional describes John's whole existence yeah. in LPPA, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like glad he exists though, because that is like <laughs> what? Oh, let me finish. You could point to that and say that's a Lulbert, right? Like, you could say this dude is a perfect definition of a Lulbert. Like, anytime I'm sure if that word was in the dictionary, you could like it would be hyperlinked to his Twitter profile. And so it is really fun just looking at his tweets because every single one is just like ratio. Ratio, ratio yeah, yeah, yeah. Move out to Westmoreland, and you motherfucker, because we had to deal with him in Monco and Bucks. So he's, uh, he, he, he's also like he's a straight lefty dude. He's not like like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like like I, I so the Air Force sent out a tweet today because it's Trans Day of Visibility, which great. So it's you know it's like okay, so it's so they sent out a tweet that says today is Trans Day of Visibility. Check out this guy talk with Lieutenant Colonel. Brie Fram, highest ranking openly transgender Department of Defense officer about her role as Deputy Chief of Acquisitions Policies and Process Division for the Space Force. So I quote tweeted it and I said U.S. military and then I put quotes like we don't care what you identify as as long as you identify as someone who loves to bomb innocent brown babies to death overseas, right? (laughs) So he comments under my tweet and it was a gif and it was like point going over my head and I was like, no, John you don't get the point. 
like the point is that like they're trying to distract you with the fact that they are bombing babies every fucking day with this bullshit trans stuff. Like, like, oh, yeah. we're all included. It's not a, it doesn't matter. I'm like, you think I'm shitting on trans people here? I'm not. I'm shitting on the fucking military and the fucking facade that they're trying to put on you, you idiot. Right. That's how dumb you are. Like, it's, it, it's like, it's so obvious, but not to him. Well, and that's the whole point of why they change their flag or why they change their profile picture to a flag and why they talk right. about trans women's rights. So that way we're, we're focused on this because there's enough dumbass right-wingers and conservatives that will say, oh my God, look, these corporations have gone woke and the left is over there. Right. The applause. And then, you know, no, no one's focused on the fact that they've stolen, you know, assholes of our purchasing power and that they've bombed the kids in the Middle East now for the last 20 years. Right. That shit Dude, is just, a, it's a Scooby-Doo ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your oh. trans day, whatever, that's fine. I don't care. It doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. It's the white privileged fucking people that have to jump on the bandwagon and be like, oh, you guys don't have your trans flag up. You guys are just horrible people. It's like, get over yourself. I don't need to participate. I'm not participating one way or the other. Like, White liberals are the worst people on the planet. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. true, hands down, the worst people on the planet. Did White you guys see, um, I think it's um, David Fight was going off on Twitter. He was tweeting back. Yeah, I saw that. I, 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 I read that exchange. Okay. I, did anyone else see that, Mark? I know you didn't get it because you're a boomer. Well, but, I know David Fight is the Waldenberger video he made. That wrong fight, it. wrong fight. That's Will Fight. Oh, Will Fight. All right. Will Fight is much cooler than Dave Fight because I've watched that's, that. That's true. <laughs> Will Fight is, <laughs> Will fight is, is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. I don't Either one of them, but that fucking video that he made of Waldenberger was so funny. Oh, dude, no, that's, that's no, one Will, of Will, fight, Will fights the man. No, Hello, Will, nerds to yeah. suck dicks. Um, Will, 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 Will put out a few videos of him going against like his local school board, like shitting on them and stuff. Or not local school board, uh, moms against like 2A shit or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, Anthony, it. did you catch that whole exchange with uh, David Fight and uh, kind of, I don't want to say shitting on the Mises Caucus, but kind of shitting on the Mises Caucus? No, I didn't say it. Okay, me. so basically he's been saying that uh, he doesn't like the leadership. He doesn't like the way that it's going. It, it was something he said, no, he said the No, he said the okay, original yeah, founding members of the caucus started the caucus as like a right-wing group. Because of Charlottesville. That's right. They, they started because Nick Sorwork was talking shit about the uh, – the Charlottesville right, so therefore they felt like which they isn't true, right? They're, they're, yeah. I believe the response was because no one was talking about any fucking issues about anything real, and it was just bullshit talking points. Right, and um, Nick Sorwork had went around trying to get everybody to sign a pledge against racism, and it's right I, I, in twenty so yeah, in twenty seventeen, and let alone twenty twenty two. There's nobody that like anybody cares about that's legitimately racist, like. I Dude, don't all, know anybody. All that shit is virtue signaling bullshit. Yeah. Like Joe Biden put out a video today talking about trans kids. Yeah. That it, motherfucker doesn't me. even know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's literally his approval ratings are the lowest they've ever been. Like, think about like I'm not gonna I don't like to big up Republicans because I think they all have their faults, but look at Florida. Ron DeSantis, they put that bill in place where from kindergarten to third grade, you can't talk about like, first off, I don't want my kindergarten teacher or telling my kid about their love life. I don't right? want any teacher from any grade down high school right. or not. I agree. Yeah. 
And I think sexuality, gender, all that shit is a, is a conversation that should happen between parents and children. And I say that as a person who's had to have that conversation with my daughter, with my son. You know what I mean? Like, I've been yeah. a single dad for a while. Like, I've had to explain that shit to m- my children. But also, they have all this other exposure. I'm like, why would you ever? I have an eight-year-old nephew. I'm like, why would you ever? Like, why does he need to know? if his teacher's gay or straight like it's why relevant, does that right? even need to be on his radar and like i said most seven-year-olds you know what they're doing fucking throwing rocks at each other dude yeah they so, don't know what fucking gay is stuff. straight is like but that gets turned into don't say gay right right mark, yeah mark go ahead i was one of the first people that mike talked to about the Mises caucus so i've been friends with mike since like 2016 2017 i don't know mm-hmm. um Late 2018, I think, maybe early 2019, is when Mike started talking about this whole Mises caucus caucus thing. And, like, people that know Mike on a personal level understand that that guy is too focused and too intense to ever even be the least bit racist or, you know, he is just dialed in, focused on liberty. He doesn't – he can have a 45-minute conversation with somebody, and you can ask him what – color of his skin he is or white or woman or whatever and he has no fucking clue he's just focused on the message of liberty i mean the dude is so dialed in you know he he doesn't see color or anything but anyway he proposed this idea of the whole mises caucus thing to me back in like early late 2018 or whatever and i, I mean i admittedly kind of laughed at him i'm like dude you're thinking on such a fucking big level like nationally and everything else like dude why don't you focus on pa but his whole motivation, 100% honest, was we need to recruit people into the Libertarian Party. And there's so many Libertarians that think the party's a joke, you know, and that our leadership presents this joke message. And I mean, he says it over and over again. He was part of the Ron Paul revolution. He became friends with all these people in the, re- in, in the movement. And they're all like, yeah, dude, fuck the Libertarian Party. We're just going to do our own thing everywhere else. And he watched all his friends doing activism and libertarian shit everywhere, but not in the party. It, his only intention to start the caucus was to bring all of these people into the party, which he's done, you know, mm-hmm. and he's still not doing. But like all these other stupid bullshit about being racist or bigoted or whatever, <clears throat> that's just because the people that were in control of the party didn't want to lose control and didn't want to actually do something productive like Mike was doing. So they had a fucking find a spin on it and that's exactly what goes on here in pa like oh you said the wrong word jacob you know we're gonna attack you and focus on this one word right no jacob does suck though so pick a better example yeah (laughs) 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 i'm saying like they they find one little stupid narrative that they could twist a certain way and they just repeat it over and over and over again we're gonna hear about how the, the PA candidates and PA elected officials aren't actually elected and they're going to be challenged and, be, and people are going to be arrested because of corruption and everything else. It's just to trigger people. There's no validity behind it. It's never right. going to happen. And there's nothing to, there's no bearing to it. Okay. So I, not we, just that, but that shit is really like the only, re- that's the only thing they have. The only thing they can do is try to stir the pot to make us look bad because they don't have actually, they don't have any counterpoints to our also, arguments. Yeah, they also have no they don't story. Have any, 
Yeah, they have no support. All their internet presence is basically a circle jerk. Right. If we're being honest, the shit they've sent out is probably using stolen data thanks to uh-huh. fucking Well, okay, Star so Wars. yeah, let, let's talk about that then. The defense fund. I pointed out right from the outset. Yeah. Don't bring that shit up. That's what they want. Everybody's <laughs> Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. The defense fund into something. They have no audience. Nobody gives a fuck about it. Well, yeah, that, that's my point. And, and I guess real quick, and then we can move on, is that what are you trying to defend? In 50 years, the Libertarian Party has been an objective failure. And now we're starting to see shit take off, especially here in Pennsylvania. And I fucking battle out with people on Twitter all the time. Fucking Thoe Bishop, Pete Quinones. These guys come at me and I'll fucking stick yeah. up our state all day, every day. Um, the Libertarian Party is doing something here in this fucking state. And that could be a nationwide thing if we continue to kind of build this momentum that we're building. So, you know, what are you trying to defend? Are you defending it from succeeding? Because it's like against the Nazis, Kyle. Come yeah. on. Well, right. Yeah. They're heroes. Don't you understand? And I'm not on Twitter or any of that shit. You're better off. Facebook. I see a lot of screenshots from Twitter and stuff. These people don't do anything. Like, there's so yeah. many haters in VA, right? They don't do anything. Hey, they, they clean up trash, there. bro. And that's like, that's equals liberty. Don't you know? Right. But they yeah. put out. <laughs> They put out 10 tweets in a row and nobody responds. They put out Facebook posts and nobody responds. But then next thing you know, they go, oh, Michael Heiss is a Nazi. Boom. 30 people, 40 people right. respond. Everybody's fucking talking about it. We're platforming these retards. No, I say that. All, I do say that all the time. I've blocked, I've blocked a lot of these people on Twitter already. I, I mean, Sarwark's been blocked. For, I mean, he's blocked me first, but I blocked him also. Like, I block a lot of people because it's like, not because like I'm afraid of them or it's or I don't want to see what it's because it's not we give them a platform. Like I say for the fakeitarian stuff all the fucking time. Anytime they put out a video against us or like a, a fuck Mises video or they have on like Jen Moore to shit on us, I go, if you watch their views on a regular episode, it's seven views. Then watch it when it's they're talking about the Mises caucus. It's like a hundred, which still isn't a lot. I get more than that on on the reg, <laughs> but like it's still like a hundred, which to them is a lot. So we're giving them an because that's us watching it. I don't. I refuse to watch their stuff. I don't watch it anymore. I haven't in a while. But I tell people all the time in the group chats. You guys see me say, I go, I go, stop yeah. retweeting their shit. Stop platforming the fakeitarians. They're fucking retarded. They're dark. They mean they have zero voice. Again, when they're not talking about us, look at their engagement. It's literally zero. Look at Kevin Gahagan's engagement when he tweets something out. It's zero. It's literally I need to zero. From the defense fund, whatever the fuck. Okay, yeah. Like, look, look at what the when they when these people tweet out from the cathedral things or face or the Facebook pages. Look at Facebook engagement from the cathedral page. It's zero. And if they do get likes, read the names. It's Magoon, Sarwak, fucking uh, uh, Will McVeigh, uh, Moore, McVeigh, Sheets. It's like Ryan you guys aren't it. spreading to anybody new. You guys already hate us. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Well, stop, I think stop sharing it. It's hilarious because they got like what, like 700 followers or something. What what does? Cathedral or whatever. Yeah. But 450 of those followers are Mises people. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, they don't even have, there's more haters following them than actually legitimate people. But like I said, we're platforming them. They no, we are. Them. We legitimately are. If, if dude, I could I sent out a, a joke tweet the other day about fucking like I want to fight a fucking kangaroo. And that got more likes and engagement than anything they for real try to put out in the world. 
Like they're a joke. Like my our throwaway shit gets more engagement than their real shit. Like well, st- stop. Example. Waldenberger is the biggest example. He is literally known throughout the national LP. Yep. What has the guy ever done or accomplished? He's just Nothing. a fucking troll of the Mises Caucus, and everybody knows what he is. Like he's yeah, he's no, he's a national embarrassment. Like people, like he's a meme, dude. Like it's not, I'm not, I'm not even trying to be a dick. <laughs> like he legitimately, like people, dude. When I when I do other libertarian podcasts, they're like, "You're a PA, right?" And I go, "Yeah." They go, "You know Waldenberger?" I go, not only do I know Waldenberger, he's in my fucking county. And they go, "Oh," and like they just fucking be like, "Yeah, we know the meme." It's like, dude, people know the meme of Waldenberger. Like <laughs> he loves that because he's actually somebody instead of nothing. You know, like yeah. All of us, he'd literally be nothing. So now he's actually something. It, mm-hmm. it might not be positive something, but it's something. You know, it's better in his mind. It's no, go go look at John's tweets. Like if he just puts out a tweet where he's not engaging with somebody, zero likes. And then if he's trying to like go against Dave Smith, his engagement is still zero likes. And they're either quote tweets of him getting shit on, and the rest are just comments of him getting shit on. Like no one's going, yeah, John, you nailed it. Like, no, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. even being a dick. Like, you guys could go back and physically look at what I'm saying and prove me wrong. Yeah. I know I know some of their, like, like again, the last one they put out, like, 100 some likes, but that's mostly because of us. <laughs> like, go just go back and show me. Show me their engagement. Prove me wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll apologize. No, you're not wrong at all. And that, that is the funniest part is seeing all of the, uh, the ratios and just the memes of him. And that's why I'm kind of glad he's around. I mean, I wish he wasn't in your county, but it, it is really funny to observe his existence. Um, I, another question that I kind of had for people is, uh, what do you think would happen if the Reno reset doesn't work? Now, obviously, I think it's going to go our way. But um, I guess I'll start with Anthony. Anthony, if the Reno reset doesn't go the MC way, the only good way, really, um, what do you think is going to happen after that? Do you think people are going to lose a lot of steam or do you think we're going to kind of fucking chug forward? Uh, Well, I think individual states will keep doing their thing Mm -hmm. because realistically, we're only connected to national by name. You know what I mean? Like we like in PA, there's nothing in paperwork that associates us with national so i think pa is going to keep doing what they do but i think in some places or maybe even on a national level you're going to see more people invest in republicans right Mm -hmm. libertarians with money tend to run as republicans because that's a path for them right right so uh it it's unfortunate that it goes that way i'd like to change that I think the work that Mark and I and the 35 people we got running Stop for state rep. 38. 38 right now. Sorry. 38. Uh, and three statewide, so it's technically 41. So we got over 40 candidates running for office. Uh, and, and shout out to guys like BJ Hebenthal and Mark Jerchak, who are like our favorite behind the scenes nerds who crunch the numbers and get all the data together. So guys like me and Mark can just spout shit off at people and tell them what to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I love that. So I think regardless of what happens in Reno, PA is going to keep on keeping on and we're going to win some races. And and the Moulton maneuver will be a thing in the past because now we're actually a viable threat. I think on a national level, if it doesn't go that way, man, do you like, just think about it this way, right? Like, do you really want fed boy Sarwark 
to be the fucking face of the Libertarian Party on a national level? No, I don't think anybody wants that really. Right. Anymore. And 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 let's just be honest. Like I know people who watch this show came into the party because of the Joe Jorgensen campaign, but they essentially ran a Democrat in 2020 <laughs> when they, they had an opportunity. Because Jorgensen, since I've been in a party, has had the best libertarian message out of any of our presidential Look, candidates. I knew someone was going to yell at me. It had to be you, didn't it? She's a dry How? speaker. She's a dry speaker and everything, but she's a fucking libertarian. You can't yeah, see, right, so right. I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. She is a libertarian, but I don't think she was a libertarian for us. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's the point I'm trying to like, make. Like, she dude, that, like I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this right now. And everyone's going to probably agree with me here, but that fucking, it's not enough to be anti-racist. You have to be whatever. It's not enough to be not racist, to be anti. That tweet? Nah, dude, that's bullshit. That's, that I, that's identity politics now. bullshit. And you're running for president on our platform. And you're going to fucking put out that eye poll shit? Suck my fucking dick. And I don't care yeah. if it was her or not her campaign. You fucked up. You ain't first now. Yeah. See you later. As a person, is a badass libertarian. Okay. Uh, well, her campaign her shit. And then uh, you can't trust her. Oh, well, then how good is her judgment? As a candidate, it's the same thing that happened with Gary Johnson with that fucking Aleppo thing. Yeah, he looked like right? an asshole. Yeah, he, he looked, looked an like asshole. an asshole. Yeah, and, well, and it was like, dude had dude had more exposure than any other libertarian yeah. candidate yeah. probably had to that point. B- Bill Wells and also Ale- a warhawk, but, but that's right. Fuck, Fuck that Wells. guy. Fuck that guy. But think about it, like that ruined. Dude, I remember when Howard Dean fucking won the iowa primaries yep. and they had yeehaw. an excited speech and he went yeah he was like we're gonna he go to literally they're like look at this and fucking loser. To- yeah and they were like this guy's unhinged and then Which, fast forward yeah. and like donald uh, fucking joe biden came in complete a sentence without yeah. drugs yeah no like yeah so i know I, I agree mark yes she is a real she's a definitely libertarian and she i'm not saying she's even a bad libertarian She's not a president, our presidential candidate libertarian, though, and she's not going to be ever. She was a compromise, though, because there were no other good candidates except for uh, Hornberger, and people just, Mises wasn't ready to take over, and they had to stop Hornberger, and that was the only way they could stop Hornberger was Jorgensen. Yeah. Everybody else that was running the fucking, what was, uh, Cocash? Well, Cocash was running, was he? Yeah. Kokesh was like one of the first people out. He yeah. could, he what, are, what are the requirements to run for president? Yeah, have to be have to get the nom. But yeah, no, I'm just saying in a general we're sense. All, we're all total fucking frags that you know we're gonna be another, you know, uh Gary Johnson Bill Weld campaign. And at least Jorgensen and Spike got in there and weren't complete fucking frags. Yes, yeah, Spike was good. Yeah. They would have been better. Right. To Spike's credit, um, and this is gonna sound like I'm shitting on him, but just um he had put out that well, it wasn't him, but his team put out that tweet about the transgender genocide, right? And then I, I talked to him about this on my show, and he's explained it, you know, ad nauseum, I'm sure. But uh he came out and said, like, look, after that tweet went out, I kind of got the wraps on things and made sure that they put stuff through me. That was still my fault, but, you know, I made sure that every tweet after that had to go through me before it got to my social media because it's like, dude, it, the problem was in 2020 when people's fucking houses are burning down and businesses and everybody's been in lockdown for the entire year. And then you have fucking black lives matter out there riding and looting in the streets. Last thing anybody wants to fucking hear is black lives matter. You have to be actively anti-racist 
And, right. um, you know, there's a transgender genocide going on. It's like, hey, how about you fucking tell me if I can leave my house or not without having to fucking talk to my dictator fucking, you know, governor. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's right. It's, it's again, priorities, which is, which is like Anthony, like you were saying in the game, national doesn't really matter, right? I got all really. It does matter though for two fucking things the face of the party and the fucking Twitter account of the party, because that gets to a lot of fucking, uh, a lot of eyes, uh, that Twitter account. And if you had a good manager of it, like a malice or somebody else, who's a really high level fucking person, dude, you would people, cause people would hate retweet it, but you'd still see it. So all the people who are also all the fucking lefties who would be like, this is racist. Well, there's people are still going to fucking see that messaging. doesn't matter. So like, that's what we fucking need. And we don't have it now. We have weak. We, again, we have, like, like Kyle just said, fucking, you know, this guy's business got blown out by fucking some BLM bullshit riot. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, but like, you can't look at anybody wrong because you're a white guy. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, my, my right. business is gone forever. I'm homeless now, like, because of this. Like, how about that? Say something about that? No? Cool. Like, yeah, fuck them. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was so weak and bullshit, dude. Well, I'm like, how about bullshit for, for three years now? Yeah. Well, bullshit for since 2000. Well, since, since the 70s, but. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've been going through it for a long time, but I agree, and I think about it this way, right? Like, I worked my ass off to get where I was, like, in my career, <laughs> and one Monday, I was on my way to work, and on the yeah. radio, they were like, the governors are telling issuing stay-at-home orders, and I, I asked my boss if I could work from home on Friday, because, like, the way that everything sounded, it was super sketchy. Well, I took Friday off. So did a handful of other people. Everyone who took Friday off got fired. <laughs> right? So it was like, I wake up for work Monday morning and it's like, hey, the world's going to end. The fucking governor's telling me to stay home. What do I do at my job? Lose the job. And then the government's like, oh, well, you know, even though you were, you worked your way up to make 70 grand a year, we're going to just give you, you know. 700 bucks a week from unemployment and i'm like how am i ever gonna pay my bills with that yeah this isn't fair (laughs) right and then they're like and then they then they go like oh we're gonna fucking give you 600 bucks extra a week and i'm like that's better but i'm also still not making as much money as i was and also like where's that money coming from yeah well fast forward it's us fast forward fast forward now i got a now i got a good job I make less money, but I work from home. So that's great. But guess what? Like now everything else is more expensive. So like bacon's $7 a fucking pound. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, we have like fucking, we have a gang in our house, right? It ain't cheap to feed people anymore. Gas is fucking almost, it's what? 425, 435 in some places. Yeah, right it, it, it is funny though when you think about like the lockdown like the initial lockdowns like we were as a lot of times we're all like yo this is bad this is fuck this right but like also part of me was like that's pretty cool to stay home for two weeks play video games with my friends every day <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like i think we all yeah. had a little bit of that to us also because we're also human beings and children at heart all everybody and we're like it's pretty home it's pretty cool <laughs> like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like two weeks it's like two weeks snow days and adults pretty cool it's like you know it's like, it's like but then you realize of course we all knew it wasn't only gonna be two like we all knew that but also like i said again just the part of us as human beings were like let's be fun though <laughs> yeah i put out a uh, says, i put out a status in 2020 and uh it, i want to say it was before lockdowns really started kicking in and i said i'm not scared of coronavirus and i'm like i called this motherfucker right because literally all my boomer con co-workers were fucking terrified oh we're yeah, gonna yeah. die we're gonna get the flu and die and then i'm like 
I ain't scared of this fucking shit. And surely enough, about a year later, everybody started coming around. And then it's like people almost got like fatigued of just kind of sticking up to the bullshit. And then some of them start, you know, oh, I got vaccinated. Oh, don't come in if you're sick. Just, you know, keep your distance from me if you got the sniffles. I'm like, you guys are fucking pussies. Yeah. This is why I'm not part of the fucking GOP. You guys are pussies. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, oh, it's by inflation. Well, who the fuck signed the stimulus checks? What the Trump. fuck is wrong with you? You guys right. were all, right. you know, uh, oh, I, nobody wants to yeah. work now, but whose fault is it? Right. Who I just, yeah. You know, Kyle, you're right. Cause I was the same thing about um, like, yeah. my, like my wife is like, uh, she was a Trump person or more of a, she was never, a, she never cared about politics and lockdowns hit. And she's like, oh, they can just take away my life. And I was like, yeah. And then she kind of, <laughs> and then she kind of just went like full right. Like, you know, and then, uh, cause she, she hates the left, rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but like, uh, I was, she was like, fuck these lockdowns you know, to this day. She's like, we're still dealing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because your boy put us in those. I don't know if you remember that, but he was the president, not Biden. Like, the, of course the left is going to love lockdowns. They cream for that. So the fact that the right gave it to them, they're like, well, we're not going to not do this. <laughs> like, of course they're going to do a lot. Like, that's their dream. Fucking lockdowns and government control. So the fact that it came from the right-leaning pro- government uh, GOP president is fucking disgusting. You know, I'm like, that's your boy. I'm like, you're, he's the reason that we're wearing masks. He's the reason. Why didn't we fire Fauci then, Steph? I'm like, tell my wife, I'm like, why didn't you fire Fauci? He could. He's the president. Oh, dude, the funniest part about that is that I've had people tell me, oh, if Trump was president, he would have fired Fauci. And you can literally find an article where he said, I, I, it says Trump refused to fire Fauci yeah. because he would have, quote unquote, taken heat. Yeah, so yeah. And, and now the big problem is going to be all these fucking Republicans and conservatives are going to be grifting and they're going to say, oh, I was against lockdowns from the yeah. beginning. So now right. it's fucking red meat for the base because everyone's going to bite that shit right up because everybody doesn't want to go through that again. Reasonably so. But the problem is, is you're not going to be able to tell, you know, bullshit from bullshit from the real because people are just going to say oh, I was against it from the beginning, but they completely enabled all this shit to happen. Boys, let's get oh, spicy. Have you done any research about Fauci? Oh, no, hold on, Mark, go ahead. Before we get no, there. You enabled and like I hear all these people blaming politicians and governors and shit for the fucking lockdown bullshit. I refuse to be locked down. Day, day one, I said, I'm not, you can't lock me the fuck down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was the guy that was standing in line at the supermarket to be let in smoking fucking cigarettes without a mask on blowing it in people's faces they're like oh here you need to sanitize your card i'm like no i want the unsanitized one motherfuckers because i'm not going to die from this shit yeah i know yeah but i just refuse to be locked down i loved it because i work in center city as like i work in like comcast two buildings all, all the big buildings in center city and I was laid off for three weeks. I built a shed for one of my unlocked down friends. And, uh, but it takes me 45 minutes, sometimes an hour to get into the city every morning. And during COVID, boom, I was flying there in 20 minutes. There wasn't a car on the road. It was the whole city was a ghost town. Yeah, that was cool. I was. stupid mask on to walk past security into the building. As soon as I walked past him, taking the mask yeah. off. And then like, all the maintenance guys, everybody else that there was literally nobody in the buildings. It's just maintenance guys. And we're like, yeah, fuck these masks, fuck these lockdowns. But I mean, I was out in May of 2020 protesting on state reps front lawns. They're fucking spraying me with hand sanitizer and shit. And I'm like, you guys are retarded and stupid and you ain't locking me down. Wow. But yeah, I mean, the problem is that all these idiots bought into this crap. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's what allowed it to happen. You know, if, if more people had common sense and could do a little bit of research on the freaking internet and realize that you ain't stopping a virus. I mean, I've been saying that since day one. This no, is a virus. Not. We're not stopping a fucking virus. So just move yeah. on with your life, you know? Yeah, dude, we're not smarter than mother, or smarter than mother nature. All right, Anthony. Politicians, but okay. the politicians and Fauci and all these assholes got away with this shit because everybody was like, Oh my God, we need Fauci. We need the governor. You know, it's like, you know, grow a fucking brain, grow some balls, and live your life. You know, and I've been saying that for two and a half years now. But yeah, yeah I, was, I wasn't locked down for a minute. I did wear a mask a few times just to, so I can get paid, but. Yeah. All right, Anthony. Well, I, I was out as often as possible during COVID. I, I like tried it. to catch COVID. <laughs> Dude, seriously. The, the night before the it was like the last day the bar was open we went and the highest bar tab won a roll of toilet paper and hand sanitizer it took three months to get it but me and my girl won because <laughs> we were like fuck it we don't care and then fast forward a few months we're there and it's like tents outside that's actually where i met adam because i started doing comedy shows during COVID because i had my podcast going on and i was like fuck it we'll do podcasts or we'll do comedy shows in a parking lot in a fucking tent i don't care and we had tons of people show up it was awesome but uh one time we're there right and i'm obviously like i talk a lot of shit so all the people at the bar always ask me my political opinion so this lady with like i called her mega karen her name was like debbie <laughs> but she had like a Close karen enough. haircut but it was like a big karen haircut and she was a big lady and she was like so what do you think about covid And I went on just like a three and a half minute drunken rant about how it's all bullshit and blah, blah, blah. Right. And mind you, this is like June 26th. He's like, my husband died at the end of May from COVID. And I was like, yo, I went from like, hey, I just dropped some science on these people to like, oh, fuck, what did I say? (laughs) Right. And I looked at my girl and she looked at me and she's like, you might have put your foot in the mouth. And then like in that moment, that we did that the lady was like but i believe you she was like it's bullshit my husband was fucked up he was sick he was on all kinds of medication he was gonna die anyway they're just trying to use that shit to blow their numbers up i was like yeah can i buy you a drink i love you <laughs> but right. also let's get spicy have okay, you guys okay. done any research about fauci yeah he was the bad guy in dallas buyers club oh yeah have you ever like have you ever done a deep yeah. dive on he, that shit? he was the, he was from the- new york Yes, he was the he was the uh, he was the doctor uh, in Dallas Buyers Club. That well, I don't know if he was. A, no, they didn't say his name in the movie, but the, the well, guy that, that they it. were representing yeah. in the movie, that's yeah, Fauci, yeah. and uh, he was the one who denied all the AIDS treatment and stuff to all, like uh, he uh, when that was first the let out as a government agency secret AIDS. You know, <laughs> and, and, so it wasn't AIDS. Gay, yeah, it wasn't gay butt sex. And, uh, and there was I don't believe. Hold on, no, I don't what? believe the monkey excuse that's bullshit mm-hmm. i i like this is i mean i don't know i have nothing to back this up with but i just just comments i just just looking around the world and common sense and piecing things together yourself but like i we i think as human beings we could get like five diseases from animals you know what i'm saying like 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 so little <laughs> like so <laughs> huffing mouths one no worm doesn't count that's an infestation you're actually getting worms it's not like worms leave you a disease some of the actual diseases left by animals, like hoof and mouth's one, like that's which is mad cow. That's one, right? Like uh rabies is like one, but like a handful of other, like right. Pretty much, it's kind of like I can't get whooping cough from my fucking a kennel cough from my dog. Wait, you know, I can't I give my dog the flu. Is my point. Rabies, like I've never seen a human with rabies. 
because you you there's no cure if you if you yeah. get rabies and you don't get the shots within seven days you, there you die i think two people it's less than that it's like 72 hours oh yeah you it might be that you have you have legit like eight hours to get but shots. but but there's there's or been two people ever in the history of recorded medicine that survived rabies without getting the shot but they're they're like vegetables like they, they had a like uh pretty much take one girl's body temperature down to like in thirties or something like that. They had to like pretty much freeze her to death to like freeze out the rabies, but then she's like fucked up forever. Anyway. It doesn't matter. So like, yeah, you, if you ever think well, you get bit by anything, get a shot. I've never heard of anybody dying of rabies. Thousands of people in the wild yeah. who don't have modern medicine die of rabies every year. And it's a terrible way to die. Like you foam with a so, like, like an animal. So you think if, do you think? Oh, so the AIDS thing. Okay. So I don't think, I don't think someone fucked a monkey and that made AIDS. Like that's not. It, it was for sure a fucking a, a man-made thing. Like fucking everything. Like other things were. I think for sure. Like ten years ago, that it was man-made. Like AIDS. Yeah. Did they say that? I think. I think they've like mapped it. I don't know. I mean, I think I think they have actually said that it, the monkey theory is off. That's but bullshit. Here's, I don't it here's a fun fact for you. Uh, when they were experimenting with AIDS treatments, AZT yeah. was one that they used, and it literally killed people. Yeah. So Fauci got control, essentially, of an orphanage in New York that had a bunch of kids whose parents had died from AIDS, and they were abandoned, and they were also HIV positive, and he killed something like 250 kids. Like literally 80% of the kids that he experimented on died. They buried them in a cemetery without headstones and just like left it alone forever. Knowing the way the world works, they were probably uh, black kids too. They were. It was in New York City. They were black and Puerto Rican kids. So no one gave a shit because it was the fucking 80s and early 90s. All All right. So I found a study. It's been cited by 90 people. Rumors and rumors making sense of HIV, AIDS, conspiracy narratives, and contemporary legends. The social context of the early HIV AIDS epidemic in the United States provided fertile ground for rumors about transmission. Today, however, rumors about HIV AIDS persist only within the African-American public. Is anyone here black? I'm 12%. (laughs) Was that a a dick joke? (laughs) Funny, man, I'm fucking 12% black with my little DNA test. Yeah, he's Sicilian, and Sicilians are fucking trash Italians. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm Italian. Well, what are you really trying to say there, Adam? <laughs> Sicilians aren't real Italians. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Because my, uh, my family's from Naples, which is true Italy. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going back to that fucking boot, bitch. <laughs> that ball. I'm not fucking Sicilian, you little bitch. I'm, I'm just north of Naples. <laughs> oh, damn it. Are you? I was riding you hard for the Sicilian thing. Damn it. That's what we look like fucking brothers. We probably got the same great great. Probably. God damn it. That's what we look so much alike. <laughs> so, so the Italians are like, uh, is it like an orgy over there? Because you hear the French are like really horny, right? Don't talk Do they... about my culture like that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like all fucking each other for something over there? Dude, we're Italians. We don't have trouble getting women. We we can get women from other families. We don't need to fuck. That is true. We, there's no incest here. But the English part of me, they do need that. So that is the incest part of me. Yeah. I, I got <laughs> I, I got I got you boys beat. I come from all thoroughbreds. Yeah, Argentine. Argentine. Dude, I'm Argentine. Argentine. Is it that, is it like a horse? 
No. Well, I mean, it is. No, it is. No, no, it's Arabian. It's an Arabian horse. Yeah, an Arabian horse, or also like a, I think it's like a champion horse they call a thoroughbred. So your your mom's into bestiality? That's what I got from that. What? My girl's correcting me. Hold on, what? She's like, what? No, I'm not into bestiality, babe. Yeah, thoroughbred is a champion breed. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, tell tell her to shut her fucking mouth, though, okay? Don't interrupt the show. Adam said, (laughs) don't talk, make sandwiches. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Why do you even have you I endorse walk? this. <laughs> do you want her to come? Uh, she can come say hi. I don't care. Yeah, I'm um, making her. a sandwich. If she's going to make another peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> she, buys me on, she buys me on Crustables so she doesn't have to make me peanut butter and jellies because I'm bougie. Oh, oh. 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 You got called out, son. Anthony, <laughs> hey, Anthony. <laughs> oh, man. Makes me sandwiches all the time, but also she does buy me on crustable. Dude, I will say this: you throw in a crustable in an air fryer. Thank me later. Oh, I'm, we don't have an air fryer yet. Uh, well, but I'll try be better. No, you you don't deserve a house if you don't have an air fryer. Yeah, air fryers are the shit. I mean, yeah. you don't deserve a guitar if you don't do drugs. No, so he's also up, right. Nerd. Both things can be true. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not mutually exclusive, I guess. Yeah, yeah, both things can be true. You suck. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I rob a little more and learn how to be a rock star. Dude, oh, my goal dude. in life He won't fucking has... get back to me. Dude, I fucking hit him up. Probably you're a little nerd. Hold on. So, yeah, no, listen. I, Okay. Uh, if you do mushrooms with me, Rob will answer your calls. I promise. Rob, no. <laughs> so I, I, hit Rob, I hit Rob up because my band was, we're good to play that weekend. And I sent him the dates. I was trying to get a little bit more information out of him for the uh, Whiskey Rebellion that we're hosting over here. Send it to and the wrong guy. Oh, yeah. I sent it to Rob. Yeah, but he's not Yeah, but he's doing it. I'm the one. I'm like helping organize it. You're not, you sent it well, to the wrong guy. Well, we're, okay, I booked so- the comics already. I'm I'm like getting robbed okay. to play as an act in his own. I place. just got paid today, by the way, for the LPPA thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Shout out to Laura. No, all it's right. not her fault, but I, yeah, at all her fault, but I did just get paid today for it. Jesus Christ. We've been going for your whole set, and I don't know why I didn't get paid. We're supposed to get paid. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I'm fucking, I'm fucking. Hey, man, I was like one of the one of the six people in the audience. Hey, that was no, that wasn't for the Dave Smith thing. That was a great show. I had a great show for that. <laughs> the Dave Tom um, thing. Yeah, I, I I did like Tom's follow up, but you probably heard it a million times, but it it was pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was funny. Guys, we've been going for about a, a little over an hour and a half. Um, and this oh. is a complete total shit show. Do you stand up when you pee, son? No, I sit down. I do I sit down do. sometimes. It depends. You All the time. Bitch. Usually first thing you're sitting down. What? Do what? How do you write your name when you're sitting down or sink the Cheerios? You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I do miss out on that, but I also gain less mess and clean up, and it's honestly more comfortable. I can go through my phone and stuff like that. Yeah, I have like a platform in my lap. Well, sometimes Adam just it's get, like... continues to prove how gay he is. Every time he talks, he's okay like, with I'm it. Just... I'm okay. It's, I don't get yelled at by the wife, so <laughs> pisses and splatter up. It's gonna be Adam's the my gay little brother. You know, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I make things easy for my life, and that's one of them. Sitting down to pee. I'm telling you, start. You, you won't go back. Here? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Why would you say this in public? I said right, it many man, times. So, so you know what? No, no. Since since doing the carnivore diet when I initially went on it, 
um, there's a certain period where you will absolutely shit your brains out. So ever since then, I've been a little skeptical of like standing up and peeing, but sometimes you're not sure if something's going to come out the back end. So uh, you learn never to trust a fart. So sometimes. Oh in the my morning, God, 50% of this podcast is almost. <laughs> I know. Because I, I would get piss splatter all over the toilet seat. My wife would get mad at me and she's like, and it still splits up and it gets like out of the rim. And Dude, you, you never, fucking you, piss you, with you a ne- fire hose? No, it's just like the splashback from hitting the water. It's like gross and like the flush is all like right, strong and like don't act like it's that. No, 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 you know what it is. Okay, so the only way that pressure can be built is if um, gravity acts upon a fluid with a restriction, right? So you think about a pump, right? Did it, you just go science on us? Me and yeah. Mark. Oh, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I lost hold you. On. <laughs> hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. And you'll understand where I'm going with this, right? So the force of gravity has to act on a fluid and there needs to be a restriction in order for a pump to work, right? So if you just sit there and spin a pump, when it's not, you know, there's no pressure or no restriction applied to it, it's just going to, you know, move the pump. So what's happening is the reason why Adam's piss goes everywhere is because there's such a tight restriction because it's a small penis that whenever he goes piss, <laughs> it splashes everywhere. Because That was the wordiest small dick well, joke ever, but yeah, you got to the end, so congratulations. Also, also the nerdiest <laughs> small Naples, dick joke uh, ever. What's that? I'm not buying it. Adam's from fucking Naples, so... Well, I'm not from there, but my, right. I think Since- my ancestry is... Since we're talking about pissing, let's end on a high note. Okay. Wash your hands before or after you piss. I don't wash my hands when I pee. I don't. Neither do I. I sit down and I touch my dick. Okay. So uh, as a mechanic, I if my hands are really dirty, then I'll wash them beforehand. All right. Fair enough. You're a mechanic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, If my hands are dirty, I wash them. But if they're not, I I said this the other day on my podcast. I was like, I think I only wash my hands like four reasons. And it's like, if I, if I, anytime I shit, no matter what, you can wash your hands. You have to. It's gross. If if your hands are physically dirty, right? Wash your hands. Sticky or something like that. Like, well, okay. For food, I guess if you want to, you know, I, I understand the cleanliness of that. I guess that's it. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Right. Like, what are you washing your hands? Like, it's, it builds your immune system. Like, fine. I'm like, I literally sit at a keyboard all day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my keyboard's clean. Why would, like, I'm, if anything, I should wash my hands before I pee. Yeah, because I'm touching my clean dick. Yeah, with my, my dirty dick's been in my pants all day, right? Right there. Yeah. So why, no why is it, it why is it a big deal to wash your hands after you pee? Because if anything, I'm sure all you guys clean your dicks when you shower, right? So no, I go around it. I'm, I make sure yeah, I go around it. Yeah, just just I like to build blocked. up a good girth and dirt. Like, <laughs> oh, fair enough. My my girl likes that musty scent when she goes down on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I like to role play like we're in medieval times. I'm still hung up on the sitting down to pee. Me, Tarzan, you you're still, you're still on the sitting down to pee. It's, I mean, I, I joke it's about it. Comfortable. <laughs> do no, it. You're a lazy fuck. How do you know it's not comfortable if you've never done tell, it? Tell us you don't have a real job without telling us you don't have a real job, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I, I pee at urinals. I don't sit down in the stalls. Like at home, I pee sitting down. Just at home. I actually don't like urinals because you got to stand like two feet away so you don't get splashed back from the Agree. Urinal. I also don't like urinals. In fact, urinals sometimes I'll even like I'll have like uh 
I have that fear of the Jerry Seinfeld thing where like if, if I open up my pants too f- fast and like my pants or belt hit the urinal, I'll have to throw it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's no like, hey, maybe we can wash this. No, it's right in the garbage. There's no salvaging many, many, many men's dicks and piss. No way. It's right in the oh, garbage. Cool. Have you ever seen the Porter John troughs at like concerts? Yeah, oh, you want to physically awesome. vomit. I also had hilarious visions of pushing you like a child in those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I walked into one of those in Camden and I was like, I'm just going to go piss by the car. Like, and there's always the vomit. In the, there's always vomit. And there's some dude pissing time. on the wall. Every time, same joke. Ghostbusters, don't cross the streams. You know, you got to fucking pee in the I also have a hard time uh, going to the bathroom in general, like not at home and like in public and stuff. No, yeah, dude, so I'm the on. only one that hold has on. an issue with sitting on a toilet without like worrying about my dick hitting the porcelain. Like, dude, I mean, that's you sat back a lot and you fucking just fold your bathroom. fucking dick up. Dude, what's I so know. hard about were, it? Were, were you diddled in a bathroom when you were yeah. a kid? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Were you that kid that pulled his pants all the way down at the year like butters? Elementary hey, school? Please, no, up. <laughs> oh, if your kid is that kid, you should have got an abortion. I'm sorry. That's, that's a hell of a point. No, no, dude. If your kid's no, got this, I love peeing outside, man. Like, I get out of my truck at night and it's fucking dark. And I got, oh, pee. I love peeing outside. That's my I favorite. Just Zip my pants, put my hands behind my head, and pee all over my driveway. Dude, there, I love that. <laughs> there was this spot in Staten Island uh, uh, by the beach. When I say beach, Staten Island, I mean Staten Island Beach. It's not real beach, right? It's just like a there's sand there, and <laughs> it's, it's like the river by their, the landfill. Yeah, people, people walk their dogs. Like it's not a beach. Yeah, but it's the beach. But uh, they had like the giant sand dunes to protect from all the you know waves or kids flooding. And I would just stand on top of the sand dunes like 2 a.m. and just stare out the ocean of the moon and just pee. I feel like a fucking warrior, yeah. dude. You feel, you feel like the earth of the energy coursing through your feet. You're like, I'm a god. All right. <laughs> All right. So funny story. Funny God's story. Good. Since we're talking about that. During this podcast, my daughter was taking a bath and I had to pee. So when I went away, I just went and pissed in my backyard. So <laughs> right on, man. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. All right. So let's uh let's end with a quick story from each and everybody. Um, I'll, I'll tell one and then whatever it inspires out of everybody else. Um, we're talking about being drunk and pissing. So this is a uh, perfect story to kind of go along with that. So I was, I used to go to field parties, right? So we drive up like quarter mile into this fucking field and everybody have their trucks and kegs and shit. And I'm not white trash. I don't know what that is. Yes, you are just a different kind. No, I'm a, you're right. You're right. I'm, a, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I'm a different kind of white trash. I don't know what that is. No, no, no. Don't worry. This gets a lot more white trash here as we okay. go along. So uh, I'm drinking Miller High Life, right? And this is the first. I'm going. I'm on a Tinder date with this girl, right? So I start pounding down Miller High Life, and I'm I'm feeling pretty good. And they pass a bottle of tequila around, right? So it makes its way to me once. I take a little swig of it. it goes back around comes back to me and I take another swig and I'm like, Oh no, this ain't sitting right. So I go over there and I, you know, whip my shot and I start pissing and I projectile vomit. Right. It's because I just drank tequila and I'm feeling pretty good. So then I go grab my Miller high life after pissing and I walk back over to the girl and I wash my mouth out a little bit and went right back to it. Yeah. That's, you sound like a, yeah, a champion. That's what I call a yes. champion. Not, yeah. yeah. No yeah, one's yeah. going to, no one's right. gonna say that's a shitty story. Yeah, no, right. yeah, it's not a shitty yeah. story. 
So and, and, you want and shitty we, stories? I got shitty stories about drinking. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> she, she did. She did come home with me that night, but uh, that was that was about four or five years. Dude, ago. I, I, name, I mean, name a time I was a drunk idiot. I'll tell you a story. Give me a give me a decade. Give me a year or month. I'll, I'll tell you when I used to drink. Uh, way too many of them. Oh, dude. I, all right, I got a phone one for you. Oh, right, I got okay. a phone. I, 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 you I, go. Oh, you go. All right. I went on a Tinder date, and. We ended up just going to a bar. We were supposed to get dinner. And it was like, hey, how about we meet at this bar first and have drinks and no food was to be had. So then it was like, hey, how about we get a hotel room at this place and let's get a 12 pack to go. So long story short, me and this chick get a hotel room together. I literally knew her for like three days on Tinder and uh, <laughs> we fell asleep in the bed and I pissed myself. And I puked all over, like a whole oh. wall of this hotel room. And when she was right behind you, listening to this shit, I, I I just asked her if she was awake, and she said no. So that oh. means I have permission. Yes. <laughs> she clearly sounds wide awake. She's like, I've been listening the whole time. I, I told you specifically not to tell the story. What's that? Long story short, now we're getting married. <laughs> Long story short, now we're getting married. Yeah. But um, but <laughs> so what house then like <laughs> then I, I woke the chick up because I was like, hey, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I woke her up and blamed it all on her. I was like, you fucking pissed on the bed it's <laughs> all over the place. Good I move. was like, you fucking trashy. Oh bitch. my god, you owe me money for this hotel. I put it on my credit card. And she ended up giving me money oh, for the hotel room before she left. <laughs> fucking God. That is king shit. That is fucking king shit oh, right dude. there. And it was so funny because I was like, because since then I'm like, I don't think I've ever pissed the bed like in my life that I can recollect except that one night. I was uh, in my early 20s. But I, no, I would say I, I stopped. I, I stopped drinking like I would say, like four years ago officially, five years ago maybe. I I, I don't drink, and not because I have a problem. I just I hated like the weight gain and like the way it made me feel. Just like in general, like the hangover. I hated the hangover feeling and all that. Just I was like, yeah. oh, it's not enjoyable to me anymore. So like whatever. So but back you in my early twenties, yes. <laughs> uh, and then I went to Dick, and I never turned back. Uh, but like you know, my early twenties, I used to drink all the fucking time, and I used to throw crazy backyard parties in my at my uh, parents house uh in the summertime like every weekend it was like a party or every other weekend like barbecue like i'm barbecuing like everyone's co- like guys girl everyone's a lot, everyone's coming over eight at all legal ages i don't give a shit as long as you're 21 and up because i don't want to also not you know you don't want kids there that are like 20 hanging out drinking because then like it's like get the fuck out of here like, you know it's yeah. <laughs> like 21 and over anyone's allowed just come fucking hang out and uh my friend lauren brought her friend over and I was like, uh, we just looked, we just met, and we had, like, oh, I'm going to fuck you tonight. Like, you know, like, one of those, like, you both look at each other, like, we're going to fuck? I'm like, yeah, we're going to fuck probably tonight. Like, one of those, you know? And uh, we, <laughs> we're drinking, having a good time. Go go downstairs to my room. Fuck. Go back up. Drinking more, having a good time. She's like, you want to, like, go again? And, like, I'm fucking hammered now. Like, hammered. And I'm like, Yeah. And I go, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'm having sex with a, with a human being at this point. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm so drunk. And 
<laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just fucking sitting there and I'm like, all right. So like I finish and I'm like, cool. And I leave. Like, I go back to the party and then I'm like, where is this fucking bitch? Like, where the fuck? It's been like 10 minutes. I go back downstairs and she's passed out in my bed naked, vomit all over my bed. She threw up. Uh, and I was like, so I was like, all right, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> like, I'm not emotionally mature enough for this. Also, I'm hammered. So, like, two th- two strikes, right? I'm 23, and I'm a fucking drunk idiot right now. There's no way I can handle this. 35-year-old Adam would handle that pretty easily. I, I would be like, oh, come on, we got this. But, like, 23-year-old Adam was like, was like this is DEFCON 5, dude. We're fucked. <laughs> like, like, we're fucked here, dude. Uh, so I just, I like sneak back outside to the party and I grab my friend Loren, whose friend that was, and who she brought. And I was like, hey, you gotta get your friend out of here. <laughs> so, and she's like, what do you mean? She's like, she just fucking have it off of my head. She's, she, I'm like, go clean that up and get out. <laughs> I was like, you can clean it up and get her out. Like, you, you can come back, but you gotta go. And uh, she's like, uh, okay. And then I give my mom a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Uh, cause she's not, a, she wasn't great raising me. <laughs> like she's a lot of, like we had a lot of butting heads and whatever, a lot of issues, but this is the coolest thing she's ever did for me. She helped my friend clean that girl up, get her dressed and out of the fucking house, which is crazy. She's <laughs> fucking crazy. Rock star. No, that's the only, that's the coolest thing she's ever done. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and I was an adult. So like it really didn't matter at that point, but that was cool. But like, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. But like, uh, and this is, this is, again, going back to the scumbag I was when I was in my early 20s. She leaves. My friend does come back. My friend Loretta does come back because she's trying to fuck one of my friends. So that was, a, you know, it was a whole thing going on. So she comes back to the party. And then, like, another friend of hers came. And, like, I'm trying to fuck her friend now. She's like, come on, dude. I was like, she's like, she's like, really? I was like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> I, shouldn't I shouldn't try to fuck this friend. She's let the thing go. <laughs> she's like, come on. I'm not trying to cock fuck you, but come on, dude. She's like, come on. I was like, all right. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I was like, fair. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Christ, you're so fucking bad. She fucking puked all over your bed. Yeah, that's I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, I attribute that to motion sickness. Yeah, that's she's a drunk, drunk idiot. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Mark, Mark, good drunk story. Why am I gonna follow up with Adam? You know, this is that should have went last, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, have that out. No, I'm like 45, I got more stories than I know what to tell. So, you guys gotta pick. Do you want fucking Throwing up, it seems to be the theme of the fucking night. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Just give All us right. your best one. I, give us your best one. You pick the contest. I've honestly, I've only thrown up like four times in my whole life. So That's crazy. Um, yeah, I have a stomach of fucking steel. I can drink water out of a pond and not throw up, you know. But That's but why you like, start in all those Bukaki videos. Hold on. He's a white <laughs> trash of a different kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So one one of the times I threw up was drinking beer bombs of Budweiser and jumping on a trampoline. Oh that Jesus was Christ! Fucking, <laughs> crazy, but what are you seven? <laughs> what does a seven year old do? Like if seven year old found booze, they'd be like, "We should drink and jump on a trampoline." <laughs> what he's not telling you is that happened last month. Yeah, <laughs> I literally haven't thrown up in probably twenty years. I don't. I don't know. That's no. I haven't thrown up in a while either. But that's. I mean, that's a long time. <laughs> the first time I remember growing up was Southern Comfort, and I I refused Ooh. to drink anymore. Oh, it's the worst shit ever. There was like I was like 15, and my my room was on the third floor of my parents' house, 
And it was just a big, giant, open third floor, this big-ass house in Elkins Park. And so I would sneak my friends up there while my parents would be in the kitchen. I'd sneak them up there, and we'd get smoke a bunch of weed and get all trashed in my room. And, you know, I was a degenerate. My room was a total fucking shithole, and I had dirty clothes everywhere and everything. And we were fucking chugging Southern Comfort. And that stuff is sober. It's straight fucking cherry cough syrup. But uh, I end up throwing up all over a pile of fucking dirty clothes on my floor. So, you know, I didn't understand science back then and everything. I'm like, all right, I fucking puke all over these clothes. It's going to smell. Instead of cleaning it up, I took a bottle of cologne and dumped it all over the fucking clothes. <laughs> Just to fix it, you know. And uh, then we start drinking again. I'm like, all right, you know, back then, like, it's like, oh, you threw up. Now we got more room for alcohol, you know, drink more. So we're drinking. Now it's like 11 o'clock at night. And uh, somehow, like, we found a pack of uh, sparklers. We're like, oh, cool. Let's play with the the sparklers. And I light off these fucking sparklers. And the sparks go into the fucking pile of puke and cologne. The next thing you know... All the fucking clothes covered in puke and cologne are on fire in the middle of my bedroom. So, you know, me being the hero I am, I just scoop up the fucking pile and throw them out the fucking window into the neighbor's yard. <laughs> so, that is a flaming pile of fucking dirty clothes around <laughs> in the yard. You know, and this is this is the kind of shit I did all the time. Oh my god. So, needless to say, I didn't hear anything that night, you know, and I snuck all my friends out of the house and then come back home the next morning my parents were like uh did you throw something out your window last night <laughs> i was like no no it must have been you know my brother or something they're like why are your fucking clothes all burn up and in your neighbor in the neighbor's yard you know <laughs> so <laughs> jesus christ that's, that's one of the few throwing up stories i have you know Dude, that's that's uh, honestly like Stories like that are the exact reason why I identify with like Mark's generation more than I do Adam's. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like in between both of them. You're a young buck still, Man. but like I'm about to be 40. He's 45. Adam's 35. I'm like right in between. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mark's people are kind of my, <laughs> my people. Like we did the, I grew up the like, nut shit. I grew up watching Pantera Vulgar's play a power video. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, oh, these, are, these are like my best friends. We're going to go destroy <laughs> hotel rooms. You know? <laughs> fucking baby guns in the hotel room blowing up the fucking lamps. The fucking right. big old paper mache pot plants lighting off fireworks in front of hotels and shit. <laughs> oh, Dude, I really yeah. wanted to tell a really small, quick story about it's. It's kind of why I relate to Adam so much because it's funny. Like, you know, me and Adam didn't know each other that well before the first time I the the 2021 convention and I'm like Adam's a fucking dumb comedian I hate comedians and everything <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna go sit front row and roast Adam and everything and one of the first jokes he tells is fucking about eating mushrooms at a at a kid's birthday party and literally the week before the weekend before he tells this joke I go to my friend Sam's house so Sam is married to a Ukrainian girl Sam's actually running for office under Libertarian in, in Montgomery County, which is fucking badass. But uh, so he's he's married to this Ukrainian girl, and they do this Russian solstice thing where they build like this eight foot tall wooden woman and then burn her in the backyard. So I'm like, yeah, fuck <laughs> I'll go to that shit, you know. Like Mark went to Bohemian Grove. 
<laughs> like, this yeah. is Malik. He's our owl god. So I show up at my friend Sam's house, and, you know, there's like 30, 40 people running around there. A lot of really hot-ass Russian girls and stuff. Um, I don't know most of these people, but I know a handful of them. And my friend, like, I got there at like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. My friends that I'm friends with are like, oh, you're finally fucking here. Here, you didn't eat any mushrooms yet. And they hand me a fucking handful of mushrooms and I just eat them. And there's like got to be 15 kids running around at 10 30 at night while everybody just fucking massive bonfires tripping on mushrooms and everything. And these kids are like, got their hands in the fucking fire. I thought one of the coolest things these kids were doing, like literally like anywhere from the age of like four to like 16 are all running around like a pack of fucking wolves while all the adults are tripping on mushrooms. But they were taking our empty beer cans and they were putting them in a leaf blower and they were shooting <laughs> them. That's they awesome. were shooting them at each other. They were shooting them at the adults. It was fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. So like I'm literally at this fucking russian solstice party with a bunch of kids tripping on mushrooms and i'm waiting for this dumb comedian to come out on stage and the first joke he tells us you ever eat mushrooms at a kid's birthday party and i was like oh yes and you're like <laughs> yes weirdly identifiable <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ guys we've been going for like two hours now um damn all right yeah. hold on let me just let me say this oh, here we go jesus christ we're going oh, for this three. Is- uh we're going for three for sure this is funny. I mean, we might as well. That's right? subjective. Don't you know? Do you, you know the rules. You can't say that, and you better you, be funny. Do you remember the first time we met? Do you remember the first show of mine you did? You talking to me? Yeah. 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 You're looking you at remember? the camera, dude. I don't know the fuck. We're all looking. You're the, the only fucking person on this call who's no, 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 no. Fuck off, no. You, hold on. I want you, Mark, to witness. You said, "Do you know how the first time we met?" Right. That's all he said. He didn't. He didn't say Adam. Thank you. Thank you. How do you know that? (laughs) Anyway, I assumed he was talking. How the fuck could you guys? Whatever. All right. (laughs) Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, the first time I met Adam, it was because I had met his podcast partner Neil first. Neil had done my show a couple times, and then he convinced Adam to come. And Adam came and did my show. And then afterwards, I talked to him and he told me my show kind of sucked. <laughs> he was like, he was like, hey, this place is like, he goes, he goes, this place could use a little touching up, but also you have way too many fucking people on the show. Wait, am I wrong? <laughs> and he was like, and you're not paying people. And I was like, bro, we're going to be friends eventually. <laughs> and look how it turned out. <laughs> was I wrong? He, nice. No, not at all. That, it, right. it, I mean, Fast forward, I quit that shit. When, when they first started running shows, they would have like fucking 20 comics on the show, each doing like 10 minutes. And it wasn't like they vetted the comics. It was like anyone who said they did comedy <laughs> could just do the show. So it was like essentially an open mic. And what happened was like, okay, the first show I did, and Anthony could tell you, because it was so memorable at how crazy it was. Again, I'm a more seasoned comic there, but the, like, and me and a few other guys were. But then I'm seeing people there I've never seen before, ever. And I'm like, this can't, this is going to, I know this is going to go. Like, gonna yeah, my, I'm like, I know the guys I know, and they're going to be fine. I don't know these fucking guys. I, I get there, and the guy before me, I don't remember his name to this day. I don't remember his name. But he got up on stage and said faggot maybe 400,000 times. <laughs> I know. No, that dude, that's my buddy, Mike Laro. And he's the worst. He and sucks. here's the he's thing, terrible. though. 
There was no reason to say the word. It was just a filler word like um. <laughs> yes. Or ah. Uh. Like if you would say um or ah uh, if you're stuttering, he said faggot. Like, and I'm just watching a crowd of people who normally would be like, ah, faggot. We're like, all right, man. Like, they were like, chill. <laughs> and I'm next. Like, and I'm just sitting there like, this guy's burying me. Before, so I'm like, all right, what do I say? What do I say when I get up? Because I have to, I, I can't just get there and be like, airplane food, right? <laughs> like, 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 I can't, <laughs> so I, 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 I get up there. I just take the mic. I move the stand. I look. I just take a pause. I'm like, what was that crazy faggot talking about? And that got a giant, <laughs> I got a giant laugh because it was it actually so, really did yeah, because it was so obviously I was just making fun of him, right? But like, but like, if I was thinking like if I was not as quick as that, I would have been fucked. Like I didn't even know what the fuck <laughs> yeah. to do. I was I was standing there literally in shock. Like, is he gonna make a point of this? <laughs> or is he gonna keep saying it? Like it was crazy, dude. Yeah, so, those shows were like that. And I was like, hey man. These are awful. Like, no one's going to come back to this. Like, like, like you got to switch this up, and they eventually did. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Dude, you know, the, funny was- part, the, the funny part about that was, like, how we started was just me being, like, we had the podcast, and the podcast was doing pretty well. We had people who were, like, asking us to do shit. So we had done, like, live podcasts at tailgates for, like, big tailgate companies and shit. So we we thought like, hey, we like have some shit figured out, right? Obviously, that means you're whole like full retard once you think you know like how to make funny shit happen. So I'm like, hey, how about we have these comedy shows outside a bar? We just invite anybody and you and I like be hecklers on the mic. So that was how the show started initially was that like, hey, we'll let anybody come on. But if you suck, we're gonna talk shit to you like while you're in front of yeah. Me. Heckle mics are a thing, by the way. Like yeah. those exist. Yeah, there's like a real thing. And, like people do. Yeah. And it actually turned out to be funny until one time a dude from the Pagans came up to me and was like, "If you make another baby mama joke, me and my boys are gonna kick the shit out of you on stage." And then a fight happened, and like this short midget lady got involved, and the bikers stood pat, and I was like. So, anybody got a bad baby mama they want to talk about? Fuck you. And I called them faggots. It was, uh, and, and my partner <laughs> was like, dude, he's like, don't say that. Don't like, he's like, I'm not going to stop you from getting fucked up. Yeah. So then it went from like, hey, we did like six shows at that one place, which was a tent in the fucking parking lot, to like, we started talking to places that had space. So now we have like a legit, like, kind of venue. And a guy we can work with, and we just did the same. Still ran it like an outside shit show. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was like, dude, this is not gonna work. You, you guys, you guys, what I like to call, you did a night at the Roxbury, where like, if you guys remember the point where the the club that Chad Palm, Chad Palmentary was trying to build, or that he got the idea from, uh, was uh, the, all the outside stuff was inside the club, like taxi cabs <laughs> and like. <laughs> benches and shit that was like like why not have the outside inside the club instead of the inside that was you you did <laughs> you outside the inside of your club <laughs> but also at the same time in fairness we were also competing with covid lockdowns and shit and because of that like we had so the place we had had a huge inside and i actually tried to do shows at that place later by myself but the owner of that venue sucks and that place just kind of sucks in general 
Well, they had an inside room that we literally, like our first show there, shelved 88 people in, in the middle of a pandemic. So it was like, how 12 or 20 people didn't complain that we were having a super spreader event is beyond me. But then they got like this outside. So this bar used to have a pool house, they called it. And it had an in-ground pool. And they literally framed out the inside of the in-ground pool to level it out with the rest of the floor and laid plywood down to make it a flat platform. And then we just shoved a bunch of tables and chairs in there. And we're like, technically it's an outside venue. There's no bathroom yeah. in here. And we could roll up windows on one side. And we packed like a hundred people in there, handful of time. Nice. Mark, go ahead. We close this show out with Adam's NSA joke. Cause I fucking love that joke. The NSA joke. Yeah. I have an NSA yeah, joke. NSA, TSA, I'm sorry. I got no, I'm not doing bits on the podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> a hacky <laughs> What do you think this is? Like Preston and Steve? Yeah, what am I doing? A fucking morning radio? Like, I hate the dude. If you guys ever watch this show at late night TV, we're never gonna end this podcast. If you guys ever, if you guys ever watch the show, <laughs> it was like on the weird like access TV called like uh, Comics Unleashed. There's this yes. fucking shit hack comic named Byron Allen. And he has on like comics who are like some, some you might know, some you probably don't know. Most you probably don't know. But the whole show is like Byron Allen sits there with a cue card and he'll the most hacky shit, dude. It would be like this the four of us and I'm Byron Allen. And I look at Kyle and be like, so Kyle, uh, you hate airplane food, right? Is there a crazy airplane story you got? And then you would just be like, yeah, Byron, that was actually, isn't it crazy? That, like, you would just do your, like, they would just do their bit. <laughs> and I was like, you guys should kill yourself. This is fucking <laughs> the cringiest garbage I've ever fucking really seen in my is. life. Like I grew up in Opie and Anthony where like, it was a point where like, if yes! you had a bit on a radio show, you should be hung as a comic. Like you just be funny. Like just be off the cuff funny. Like don't do bits. Yeah. Like, like I'll say like, I have a bit like that, and I might like pull like one like a, a part of the to be like I'll reference the bit, but like I'll never do a bit ever. That's crazy. If I just been like, so like I was driving home one day, like you guys should kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so what about drive-through cheeseburgers? Yeah, like, like shut kill, the fuck kill up. me, never, like, never. I I look at comedy through the lens of Patrice O'Neill. Like that's my hands down yeah, favorite yes. comic of all time. Yeah, he's a good. I'm the same way. The the fucking. ONA days where I'm like, hey, you're yep. gonna say that awful thing. Like I remember Louis C.K. and Bill Burr talking about beating up kids yeah. at a playground. Yeah, on ONA. And, yeah. Well, on I, ONA. Uh, they, they used to say, okay, sorry, Kyle. Are you guys familiar with uh, Mark? Go ahead. Sorry, before I go on that. I got nothing to say. I'm just here. <laughs> Did you accidentally call <laughs> Adam Mark? It yeah, was- right. <laughs> 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 Now, I really like um, I, f- I forget what you guys were talking about earlier but it reminded me of Alonzo Bode bit um, where uh, and, uh, um, yeah really you don't like him I thought oh, he was no Bode is pretty good yeah, yeah I mean he's, 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 he's woke as fuck he's decent but yeah, he's, he's not too, like, yeah 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 when he's not talking about woke stuff he's good yeah so yeah, uh, if, my, one of my favorite bits I remember watching back like when it first came out I want to say and he said you know Barack Obama was uh you know, getting all cocky with his Nobel Peace Prize and everything. And he thought he was the most famous black guy in the world until Tiger Woods came along and said, really? What's what happens when I fuck around? Dude, I, what am I, he, that whole good, bit, That's a good yeah, line. Oh, yeah, he's fucking line. fantastic. Yeah, that's a good line. I, 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 going back to this, like the ONA days, like, I, 
I remember like sometimes they would bring on like new comics and like they didn't get they didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Patrice was also on the show, let's say, and they would go into like like a clear bit and Patrice would be like, stop. <laughs> like he would just stop them in the middle of their fu- <laughs> He's like, could you be funny? Like he would he would just call them out like live on the air, like be funny. Have you tried being funny? Can you do that? Can you like it's yeah, no, I hate that too. Like comics, you come in with like bits, like for any podcast or radio show is fucking like, dude, you fucking suck. Like be funny. Just try to be funny. If I can recommend any videos to anybody, if you just go on YouTube and look up Patrice O'Neill in any setting, any facet, like you'll you will see like that dude's a thoroughbred of comedy. He's the the greatest comic. Hands down, best who ever did. His special elephant, his special elephant in the room. Everybody needs to go oh, watch that, dude. bro. It's so funny because Adam and I had this conversation, but uh, I'll just bring it up anyway. We Dave Chappelle put out a special where he called himself a hero like seven times, <laughs> and and Adam and I know stories about like the back table at the comedy cellar, and I'm like, imagine if Chappelle did that bit and got off stage at the cellar. Trace would have been like, when, you ain't no hero. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like oh, let the hero Heroes have a seat. Yeah, 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 the yeah, hero's yeah. here. Yeah, Patrice didn't give a fuck. I mean, dude, dude Chris Rock, was... you stuff Trace to his face like, I can't hire you because you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I can't like book you on movies. He's like, you just, you're, he's like, because like Patrice was like, but like, I, I respect it, but like it hurt him. Cause I, I heard his opportunity, but I respect his like how like, I I kind of look at it like how we stick our guns in libertarianism, how we're like, no, nah, fuck the COVID regime. Like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck that. Like, and people hate us for it, but like, no, no, yeah. this is how we feel. He was like that with the business, the comedy or just like, or the people like people treating him badly. He'd be like, no, nah, I think you suck. Like there's a famous story of him where he was doing a comedy. What? You got to be honest with yourself. If yeah. That's the way you fucking feel. You got to wear that. Yeah. Exactly. There, there, there's a famous story where he was he was like at a, he was doing a show on Comedy Central and there was a Comedy Central executive there and he just laced into him for 45 minutes about how awful he's doing at his job, how bad the network has gotten. He's like, you, you're a hack. You don't know what you're doing. He's like, you guys don't know comedy at a show he could be hired for. <laughs> like He's just like, you suck. This is trash. This network's trash. Like, you guys don't know comedy anymore. Dude, like, but it's ballsy, dude. Like, it's ballsy. Like, like, like I, I, you gotta admire that in a way, you know. He talked his way out of millions of dollars yeah. by saying how he <laughs> yeah, felt, yeah. and you gotta yeah. admire that. Well, damn good about it at the moment, you know. But like, also, like, motherfuckers, how I feel, you know. Also, he he died way too soon. Yeah, yeah, forty one years old. But if you think about it, like, he would have he would have been Alex oh. Jones. No, of comedy in a sense, I, I, like he would have been one of those people that was just like pushed oh, off. Oh, he definitely didn't. And, oh, he did. Canceled. Yeah, he he thought outside the box for sure. Yeah, he would have went hard in the paint against all the shit that's happening now. Yeah, all oh right. for sure. Yeah, guys, we've been going like two and a half hours. I want to fucking end this. <laughs> all right, sorry. <laughs> no, you guys are good. Um, <laughs> Adam, I'll call you after the show and we can talk about Patrice some more. No, I'm just kidding. Maureen's gonna yell at me and say. <laughs> Just kidding. Luckily, uh, this microphone doesn't pick up her snoring. I feel bad for your listeners, Kyle. <laughs> they had to listen to our bullshit. Like, we didn't actually, I think you tried to ask us a couple questions at one point. But yeah, no, it, it just, it, it fell flat. That's all right, man. No, this is a good time. You can't Larry King shows like this, bro. Now, you do I that try. to Rob Wolf. You don't do it to Adam and Looper and me. It just I doesn't try. happen. Looper. 
<laughs> I tried. I tried. I gave it a sincere try. Guys, plug your shit, Dude, Anthony. Huh? No. Yo, look, dude, he's trying to, he's trying to no start it again. Just plug your shit and go. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm fucking with you guys. And, uh, Anthony Portillo on Twitter. Yo, with that. a Y, yo. Anthony, if you don't know how to spell that, you're an idiot. P O R T I Y O, motherfucker. Best EVC in the game. Yeah, you have podcasts you probably want to plug too, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Broken Windows podcast on YouTube. Thanks, Adam. I should have let him. I should have let it go. (laughs) No, but I do. I do co-host the Broken Windows podcast. We're like three deep. We have like fifteen subscribers, so we'll take a few more. That would be awesome. Adam, one of them. Uh, Go listen to Porcupine. Go listen to Cult of Us. Come see me do comedy. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Adam Nutter. YouTube.com slash Adam Nutter, YouTube.com slash Cult of Us. April 16th at the pop-in, Chalfont, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philly. Two shows, 7, 9, 30. Natalie Cuomo was headlining. And then April 30th, up at the Shell in New Hampshire, Rollingsford. Come on out. It's going to be a fucking blast. That's it. Fucking right. Uh, Looper. That sweet, sweet moment when the Adderall kicks in. <laughs> I got nothing to plug. I'm not on, I'm not on Twitter. I don't have a podcast. I'm- <laughs> oh, you could go you by have a one radio of show. One of these no, sweet two shirts. To. Give me a fucking break, man. I was about to. The Adam Nutter Drop Tent Media shirts are the best, most comfortable shirts you've ever fucking worn. Yeah. Way on one, too. Sent by USPS and take fucking three months. Not to our decision. <laughs> Not our decision. But no, I honestly got to say, the only podcasts I listen to are The Porcupine in Liberty and Health. And I'm going to check out Windows. I've never <laughs> broken tables, whatever the fuck. You broken call it. tables, the, the TLC, t- t- broken yeah. tables, ladders, and chairs. Jesus Christ! All right, I, well, listened, uh, I, listened to, I tried to listen to Malice. I tried to listen to Dave Smith. I tried to listen to Tom Woods. They all fucking suck. I can only listen to the uh, Liberty and Health. That's it. So, much and love. broken windows, motherfucker. And broken windows. <laughs> See, now he's all about it. Jesus <laughs> Yeah, broken table sliders, chairs. All right, guys, this is a blast. I'm going to uh, hang it up. You're so lucky we didn't call you. Oh, I'm sorry you can't get show. off this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. I just had to do it one more time. I'll plug my <laughs> I'll plug my own shit. A common crown. Mute myself. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a common crown on Facebook. Came Matovic on Twitter. Go to axandsludge.com. Use code Matovic10, <laughs> M-A-T-O-V-C-I-K-1-0 at checkout to get all your supplements to get you jacked and tan or lumpy and brown, as some might say. And uh, until next time, everybody take care and rock and roll. Where do we Let's go? keep talking. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. 
Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.